This is another five-star production. This could go a million directions. He don't seem happy, buddy. I thought this was a song, though. It's sick. Oh, I know why. I wish Khalil was here. God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with your work. I was not familiar with your game. Oh, man. I'm mad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Scorekeepers Podcast, where we're always keeping the score. I'm one of your hosts, Robert. To the left of me, we got Stats and Research. Yo. N- to my right, we have my boy Clay. Howdy. Cook master, or chef master, how you want to look at it? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's fine, though. And unfortunately, um, Khalil, a.k.a. Parts Unknown, a.k.a. YB, Young Baba, is not here. He's going to hate you for that. Yeah, that, oh, that's, that's his new nickname for me now. Oh, I'm God. calling him Young Baba. Okay. Uh, he's not here this week, so but I'm sure you'll hear from him on Friday. But guys, let's get on with the show. Well, first things first, a couple announcements, as always. Uh, no video this week because Khalil is our videographer. Um, but shout out to our new editor. As you guys see, we posted up clips on our Instagram at the Scorekeepers Pod, gaining some traction on TikTok, gaining some traction on IG Reels. You just love to see it. Uh, shout out to the new editor. Don't know if he wants to put his name out there yet, but we are slowly working with this guy. And as you could tell, the edits are pretty good. Uh, Instagram, TikTok at the scorekeepers pod. We have, if you guys wanted to be a part of the show, we had voicemails, uh, that you guys, you know, your voice could have been on the show. So make sure to stay tuned until the end of the show. Maybe we have a new question. Maybe not. I don't know. It's up to Brandon or Robert. Brandon's or, looking or at you. Brandon's looking like no. I guess so. <laughs> no, 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 I, don't, I don't have one yet. Uh, uh, you gotta be inspired for this. So yeah, at the Scorekeepers Pod and no videos this week, but we will have an episode Thursday, Friday, whatever. Uh, so we'll just get into the to the to the episode. First things first, gotta get into a rant. And I'm sorry to do this oh, without. I'm doing. Go I'm ahead, going no, right go into it, and I'm sorry to do this without video because it would have been a fantastic rant. This is my second home, guys. You know, uh, I'm I'm using the full government. Pember Pines, Twin Peaks. All right? It's my second home. I've had one instance with them already last year during the start of the NFL season when they had set TVs on games that were unnecessarily needed to be set. Browns versus Bengals or whatever the fuck. Shit games that did not need to be broadcasted, right? That okay. was last year. Okay. Yesterday, as you guys know, the World Cup is going on. Yes. I, a fellow soccer, fr- uh, football, football. A football fan over here, you know? And I'm fine with the World Cup. I am. I'm cool with it. Doesn't bother me one bit. But it bothers me when it ruins my college football experience. <laughs> Twin Peaks... And I hope this somehow gets to the fucking CEO of whatever. You're based around football. Know your role and shut your mouth. You are based around football. Because if you go to that Pember Pines Twin Peaks during basketball season, baseball season, hockey season, do you ever see anybody in that bitch? Not a fucking single soul. 
So you better ride or die with your fucking football fans because business is not going to be booming. Okay? <laughs> it will not boom. No boom. No. We had, I walk in that bitch at 1130, big noon kickoff, Ohio State versus Michigan. Okay. Game of the year. Game of the fucking year. And Georgia, Georgia Tech. And I think, I think, me personally, everyone on this show knows my fondness of Twin Peaks. I pretty much have uh, uh, stock in it. I probably buy a few salaries at that establishment. Just the way I keep going there. For, on, for football, right? Uh, just for football season. Yeah. A couple rents. Exactly. Just for football season, right? Every single... This is not an exaggeration. Not an exaggeration at all. Every fucking game, every TV in that establishment had fucking France and Denmark on. Brandon, every single TV. How many TVs do you think they got up in that bitch? Around 50? 55? Maybe? Indoors, outdoors? Indoor, outdoor. Every single game was France, Denmark. They put, uh, this is not a joke, one TV. For the Ohio State Michigan game, one. I want to. I want to emphasize one game for the biggest game of the year so far. One. France Denmark, very good game. Mbappe had fucking an 85th minute goal, 81st minute goal. I paid attention because how could you not? There's 54 fucking TVs with the soccer game on, so I know what was going on. I'm not gonna lie, that's. If it was United States, England, you know, maybe. Wait, is that why when I called you yesterday, you were already gone? Yes. <laughs> My like, dad was pissed. Space pissed. Just wait, uh, they wouldn't change it? Bro, this is where it gets bad. No disrespect Who to the this. Who the hell was in there to watch France? It looked Every look, single... Dude, it gets better. I'm it gets a, so I'm much better. I'm a France be- fan. No, no, no. I like France. I, I hope I, they win. I, it, gets, it gets so much better, Brandon. It gets so much better. We My win. dad walks up, to, walks up to the manager. Can I please have the Georgia-Georgia Tech game on? On any TV? Any TV. I don't care. Just so we could watch it. She puts it on. Now we have one Ohio State game and one Georgia game. The number one team in the nation, one TV. The number two and three team in the nation. One TV. That's what we got. So now we're down to 53 TVs. We have, don't know their ethnicity. We have fellow Latin people. Latinos. Latinos. To the right of, left of us. To the left of us. And I don't know much Espanolo, but I know enough. Right? Brandon. They were trying to change the Georgia-Georgia Tech game back to the fucking France-Denmark game. With 50 other TVs. With 53 other TVs! With the France-Denmark... Fuck you, Robert. (laughs) With the France-Denmark game on. And it was a issue. A strong issue, apparently. And my father almost came to blows. Wait, and wait. I was about to ride or die for my wait, dad. Wait, with the, with the because, bro, I shit you not, my dad was already in a bad mood because he was sick. All right? The Todd father, you don't want to fuck with him when he's sick. All right? So he already understood what was going on to the left of him because they pulled the waitress. Oh, he peeped Oh, I wish I had this he's bitch on video. He got, he got her on, he, got, he grabbed her by the waist. As all those fucking old fucks do it's at warm, Twin Peaks. Thanks, Shardy. Thanks. Babe, grabs her by the waist and points to the fucking one TV 
that has the Georgia Georgia Tech game on and then proceeds to she fucking goes to the manager manager or the lady the waitress comes back and goes someone requested that game we're sorry and I was like fuck yeah Please, bitch so I'm I, Twin Peaks that's strike two in a year alright I, I, I we need and I swear to God almighty above I'm I'm saying this right now Next week is championship week. 3.30 kickoff. If I have to deal with fucking Argentina and Mexico last, next week, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. No, no. In their fairness. In I don't give a fuck oh, if no. it happens four no, years. No, I don't care. No, that, no, you can't defend I, for, Dude, Wait, hold on, hold on. you can have Jalen Hurts. I love you. Keep going, baby. As you can tell right now, we're watching some foosball up in this fucking house because that's all I care about. I don't need some fucking soccer game that happens every four fucking years. France is the best fucking team. They're going to win it anyways. I ain't going to hold you. That's racist. That, eh. I think you're in trouble. We have a guest appearance. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Hi, would you like to talk, babe? Are you done? Yes. Are you done? Yes. Please. Okay. I'm watching TV in the room, and I can barely see TV. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I love you. Did I'm you, not did you have the you. same energy yesterday for the, for the people at... It was more of a low-tone madness. <laughs> Arms crossed. Piss. You guys seen Clayton mad? He sat there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just like that. Arms crossed. Staring at the TV. Pissed. That's how he was. N none, of, none of all of this that you guys are getting. No. No one got any of that. And you're welcome for that. <laughs> so, yeah, bro. I'm, I, was, I was a bit furious. I was a bit furious. I don't have to get on with the show. I'm so, I have so many questions I want to mm. ask now. No, hurry up because we got we so got we I got know, a show to go. Just quickly. So you didn't. So you guys didn't say nothing to the people next next to you when they were trying to. Ch you didn't try to. I am not the one to start problems, Your and you know that fluent Spanish. No, you, you guys know that I'm not one to start problems. But if a problem arises, <laughs> I will be in the center of it. You, you remember church day? Say gentle words. <laughs> angry words. Angry words. Spark tempers. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. I'm All not right. gonna hold you. What, Khalil, Khalil? I know you're traveling, so obviously not your fault. It's a big L that that was not on video. <laughs> big L. But I'll always have the audio. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, we got a show. We got a show to do. We got a show to do. Let's do college football. Probably the best week of college football the entire season. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Probably. like week three or something was pretty good? Pro yeah. It's been like, a while, though. But it, obviously, you cannot, you cannot compare this football Rivalry season to last season. No, it's Last true. season's yeah. football season was probably the best I think we've ever seen in quite some time. But let's get on with the, with the upsets because there were quite a lot of upsets this week. We have Tulane. Not necessarily, necessarily an upset. We have Tulane beating Cincinnati. Tulane head coach. Now becoming Georgia Tech's uh, head coach, Tulane beating Cincinnati 27-24. Also leaving. I was going to get there. Uh. I was going to get there. Beating tennis, uh, Cincinnati 27-24, Tulane going to the AAC championship. Uh, for the first time in five years, Cincinnati will not be a part of the AAC championship. And like uh, Brandon just said, Luke Fickle taking the job in Wisconsin. And I want to know your honest opinion. Do you think that's a good hire for Wisconsin? Because they have been behind, I believe, I, I guess behind the line in terms of offense. You know, you know how the Big Ten runs their offenses besides Ohio State and Michigan. So do you think that's a good hire for them? Maybe just spread it apart a little bit? Or To be honest with you? 
Give me. I don't think it'll matter that much. You don't think it'll matter? No. You don't see. I'm not. Well, remember, like, they're honestly. In a, I think that was a bad. I. I think it's gonna be better for Washington than it will be Luke mm-hmm. Fickle. I think that was a horrible move by Luke Luke Fickle. Really? Why do you say that? Um, I think Washington, Wisconsin is mm-hmm. one of those programs. Um, at this point, it's been far too long, but mm-hmm. kind of like Nebraska. Okay. They used to be good, and like they kind of like Nebraska they're like hiring a boy Matt Rule yeah. for nine million dollars. They're uh, six million dollars. Look at Matt Rule bouncing back. They're kind of like longing. Just like BB Cooper, we'll get there. Go ahead. <laughs> they're longing to be good again, you know. Uh-huh. But it's it's um it's not quite the same as like Miami or Texas, where you know, like there's just like who, who you recruiting in Nebraska? You know yeah, I mean? that's who true. Who you recruiting in Wisconsin? Like you'll get the linemen fine. But yeah, like, you know what? Big, what, big strong doing? man. Especially with Ohio State, Michigan over there, like they're yeah, even occasionally Penn State. I think I think it's a decent hire. I think it's a step in the right direction. It's not. I mean, we've seen schools. We see it all the time. How they just kind of say middle of the pack. At least I'm seeing a school trying to do something to better themselves as a school. Big Ten. I don't. I don't necessarily know what what um conference they're in. I don't know if they're in that conference with everyone else or the conference in themselves. No, I don't. They're on the other side. They're on the other side. If you if you give me they a couple couldn't. Big Ten championships, I think that's a solid dove for Wisconsin. Yeah, but I just like okay, we're gonna get to this later because I do have a se- I don't know if Robert like specifically like said what it is, but we mm-hmm. do have a segment later in the show about um essentially coaching. Okay. Um, um, I just think where they are, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. there's there's no path like. There's no path to real contending, and especially with the trend. I don't know if the Big Ten's going to do this, but the trend seems to be conferences going away from divisions. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, I don't know. I, I think their their best bet. I know why they hired Luke Fickle. Um, as I'll, I was going to mention later in that segment, if Khalil was here to kind of explain to him. But as you know, personalities with coaches is like a really big deal mm-hmm. in college football, not as much in the NFL. Uh huh. Um. You kind of have to fit the area that the school is in. I think Wisconsin should probably go out of the box. I and think their best chance would go hire somebody, um, you know, maybe like a coach from the South or something. So mm-hmm. like you can maybe try to get into those areas and get yeah. some of those kids um, because it like, like Luke Fickle's a Big Ten guy. Mm-hmm. Big Ten country's great. Like I said, they'll probably have a good uh, offensive line. They probably do every year, I'm sure. But it's just you're you're not gonna have a good enough quarterback. That's true. Run game. Be good enough. Yeah, but like it's pro- it's mostly because of the offensive line like, too. I'll, I'm gonna I'll get into this more because with one particular there is a <laughs> with one particular coach we'll get there. Brandon. We're gonna talk. About. Oh, why why not two coaches? Why not both? Because we'll get there with this guy right here. All right. Well, let's just keep it moving. That's actually not where we're going. <laughs> We could too. We could talk about that. NC State uh, beat North Carolina, unranked NC State. Uh, NC State beat unranked. Dude, do I know how to talk? They beat ranked North, North Carolina. Carolina in double overtime, thirty to twenty-seven. Fourth string quarterback. That's also true. Uh, now we got into the Saturday games: Georgia, Georgia Tech, thirty-seven fourteen. Just got to talk about that. South Carolina oh. beating Clemson, thirty-one to thirty. Absolutely ruining the ACC's hopes to making a playoff. So that they are completely out of the race. They're gone. Shane Beamer 
and South Carolina have been ranked team top 10 ranked opponents the last two weeks of the season, just absolutely ruining both of their chances to uh, go to a, go to the playoff. And we'll talk about Shane Beamer in a second. You talked no, about no, it in the chat. Not about that. You, oh, you don't want to talk about it? Well, go no, ahead. we will later. Uh -huh. Later on in the show. But how about this first? For something else. I guess it's a stat mm -hmm. that I saw. Uh, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. South Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want to say real quick. South Carolina beat Clemson at Clemson, breaking the record for 39 straight wins. 40 straight. 40 straight wins at Clemson, which was the closest thing to Miami's. Yes, sir. That's all I 52 have home win streak from a fucking forever ago. Um, That's, all you have. <laughs> That's all I have. That's all I have left. <laughs> uh, beating, uh, so the next record. Uh, is 19, which Georgia and Alabama are both tight for. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, three weeks ago, mm -hmm. South Carolina played Florida. Florida dog-walked them. Mm -hmm. Both teams are 6-4 and four after that. The next two weeks, South Carolina, as you just said, back-to-back, yeah. -back, top 10 Ten, teams yeah. in the country. Florida lost to Vandy and Florida State at home. Well, Florida State Florida was State it? was a neutral yeah, site. Yeah. No, it was on the road. It, yeah, State. it was in Florida State. Yeah. That's how crazy college football is. <laughs> like, well, well, like we said earlier, man, as we were waiting for Robert, it, it really is any given Saturday. All these teams, we've seen Ohio State look bad. We saw Ohio State look rough against Northwestern, who their last win was in 2020 in America because their one win was in Ireland this year. <laughs> like, do you understand that? And they won that game 21 to 7. Yeah, 14 point win. You can consider that, a, a, you know, a, a margin of victory. We've seen TCU a couple times already have close matchups. We just saw last week Michigan in Michigan oh, yeah. almost oh, lose to yeah. Illinois on a, on a controversial play. And we've seen Georgia already had to come back behind and beat Missouri in Missouri. There's not truly an elite team this year. Like, yeah. it literally goes to show any given Saturday with these schools. There's no one that's elite. It's actually kind of, it's in a place that it's kind of weird that it probably won't happen, but there's, like, maybe some, like, slim outside rumblings that Alabama might backslide into the playoff. There's no shot. You can't have two loss Alabama beat, go over one loss Ohio State. I'm sorry. That just, if that know, happens, if that happens, the playoff as a whole is a goddamn uh, disgrace. Sham. It's a sham. All of it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of, I'm only rooting for it because just to like, that'd be like a big middle finger to the, the you know, we need 12 team guys. You know? it, dude, if a one, two loss Alabama goes in over one loss Ohio State, no matter how bad they lost, one is less than two. Very simple math, folks. Very simple math. There's no more that you need to do with that. Very simple. I can't. I can't. If TCU and USA lose? Hey, guess what? You know what? They played one more week. You know what Alabama didn't play? One more week. Fair. They played in their Fair. championship. Fair. We have unranked Kentucky beating Louisville 26-13. to uh, Now let's get into the big noon kickoff. We got Michigan beating Ohio State 45-23. to J.J. McCarthy having a day. 263 yards, three touchdowns. The running back for Michigan, 216 yards and two touchdowns. And Johnson, the receiver, having 164 receptions, four only, 160 yards and two touchdowns. C.J. Stroud, two touchdowns, two interceptions, 349 yards. And that pick 
coming at an inopportune time when he was getting tackled and just kind of chucked it to the fucking running back. And that's how I got picked off for the second time. I do want to give a shout out to Marvin Harrison because he is probably the best wide receiver in this class and is not even remotely close. I mean, he's actually, he's, he's ineligible. I'm saying he's the best wide receiver in college football today, and it's not yeah, close. And it's scary, and he's just going to get better. And that's it. You'd hope. You would assume. I can personally see him probably a top five pick next year. Who's their quarterback? Dude, he has who? Ohio State. That's a good question. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Their quarterback next year. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I think it was supposed to be Quinn Ewers, but he left. I don't know. I have no idea. I I don't know. They'll be fine. Um, Marvin Harrison, only player in FPS history to have a thousand yards with zero drops. Do you know how insane that stat is? And at the rate of his remarkable plays, he, all he does is catch one-handed balls. That's all he does, balls. But that's all he does. He just makes miraculous play after miraculous play. Now let's get into the nitty-gritty with coaches. I don't know if this is what you want to talk about. We, no, do, no, we, we'll do, we do have to talk about one coach and one coach we'll in particular. We'll talk about this one in particular because, Robert, I believe you have some answering to do. You've made some accusations. <laughs> Some, some, he literally, I, you've he, made some come bold, on. unnecessary he literally, he literally had the shades on yesterday. The black shades. He literally was in full D.B. Cooper it form. It sounds like you're stereotyping. You're profiling, Robert. He is who we thought they were. And they let him off the hook again. He did it again. Hey, at this time, it was in Ohio State. That's embarrassing. He beat you last year. Fine, he got you. Dog you know, walked two years in a row. People caught you slipping once, I okay? I want to say last year was dog walked. Was it? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. My bad. I'm thinking. You know, nah, that ain't gonna happen this year. You know, last year. You know, that was that was a, that was an outlier. You know, I'm watching the game. I'm like, all right. You know, they up there by like seven. And I'm like, okay. Lee go to three. I'm like, all right. Just need a touchdown. They'll, they'll cover the spread. All right. Then then they start losing. And I'm like, wait. I'm like, oh, hold on now. I'm like, this ain't this ain't really going where it's supposed to go. And then was it the was it the interception? Which one? <laughs> that's when I put the um. That's when I put the 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 academics meme in the chat. No, no. Oh, like, okay. No. And at that point, I knew you guys were gonna come for me. So you know, but I I don't I don't care. He won't. I like I sold Monday yesterday. It doesn't matter to me. Even they even if they make the playoffs, he's not winning that game. He's not winning. He's getting knocked out in the first round. You really think he's getting knocked out in the first round? We'll we'll. T- you're, this is what you're calling. Put a bet on it. We'll figure it out. Put a bet on it. Who what bet? Up to f- they're number two? Well, well, they might be number one now. They're not going to be number one. They're number two. They'll be number They'll one. Be number they, two. Just beat, they just beat Ohio State on the road. Recency bias. They'll be number one. And Georgia struggled in the first half versus Georgia Tech. Georgia doesn't have any I losses, do they? No, they don't. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think they'll be ranked. I hope they're ranked one. Even now, though- what I think it might come down to, though, com- come down to next week, whoever looks better. I, hey, the Purdue spoiler makers. Whenever Purdue sees a funny number in front of that fucking team, they tend to fucking play like fucking 1972 Dolphins. I mean, I'm just saying. It just happens. It happens every, every year with Purdue. It's time, it's time to happen again. But uh, Ryan Day, do you want to talk about him? Or? Later, later. We have a whole segment on that. Stuff. Later? Yeah. All right. Well, so, we'll, whole segment. Don't all right, so... We'll keep it moving with uh, with that whole game. Yeah, I, like I said, man, uh, I can't really express how how good this looks for John Harbaugh. And also, oh, Jim, another Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. My bad, my bad. Also, got a two million dollar bonus. 
Got a five, yeah. Got it. Gave it to charity. Oh come on, get out of here. Oh who are you? Who are you rooting for? On, who are you rooting for, Rob? On, Meanwhile, dog. your boy That's Mel Tucker crazy. had a hundred thousand to give. Mel alone. He was supposed to give it to his. You his, your money over there at Michigan State. You gotta, he you ain't even earn his money, and I love me some Mel Tucker. I'm not disrespect Mel I'm Tucker. Not, oh, but we can disrespect Jim Harbaugh. He's a, he's a, he's he was stealing you, money for like three years. I don't hear this. I'm just letting you know, Mel Tucker makes more money than Jim Harbaugh. As he should. He does. He does way more coaching. Get out of here. What are you talking? What? I'm, not, I'm not doing this with you. You're not going to sit up here. That man's a fraud. Uh, okay. He finally well, I really, took him I really, to... I really don't want to be the, the person to do this as I am an African-American man. But... Oh, I, say it. I, say the word. Don't you do it. Say don't the word. Do it. It's I'm either him or Stephen sure, A. I'm pretty... No, not that. Oh, uh, no. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure the Michigan board already has Mugshot State University <gasps> going. I'm pretty sure. Mel Tucker, like, like... I'm just letting you know. Like, he's Mel just, Tucker, look, not good for the culture. He's just, what, what? He's just. As soon as they get rid of him, I'm not saying it'll be now. I'm not saying it'll be next year. But whenever they get rid of him, I guarantee you that will be one of the things that they bring up. They will not hire a black coach at Michigan State for a long time because of him. Just trying to give people opportunity. That's, all he's, that's all he's trying to do. He's trying to help the young kids <laughs> really? out there. Why, you know, he, he don't steal money. He give money. What you, you know? mean? They literally, he literally stole $100,000. Did not steal. Yes, it is. The bonus, that bonus is not for him. That bonus is meant to be distributed to yes. his assistants. And he took all of it. They that is literally them. stealing. Work harder. All right. Let's what? keep it Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. This team's like six and six. Well, keep it moving. That's why he ain't giving them the bonus. They earned that. They six and six. Coach better. Work harder. Get out of here. Let it be. Let him sound weird. All right. We'll keep it moving. Next upset. I'm sorry, Colin. The next upset, Go ahead. Oregon State beat Oregon 38-34. to 34 You see that one coming. With Oregon State throwing six passes the entire bro, game. Bro, you, that's not even the worst one. What is the, what's on, the worst one? I saw this on the ticker. They went their last five drives, did not attempt a single pass. Six for 13. 19 rushes for 146 yards. I want to let it be known that Oregon was up 34 to 10. Sorry, Colin, it's the news. I'm just, I know you're hurting, but it's, it's the fucking news. I don't know what to tell He's you. He's hurting. I had money on that game. Did you really? Not my money. But my oh. money. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got Oregon State beating Oregon 38 to 34. Thought, uh, I mean, we talked about it in the chat. We thought Oregon might have been on the, might have been a tough matchup for USC, but now USC go, uh, is going to play Utah. We'll get in that with championship week. TCU beating Iowa State 62-14. Uh, Texas A&M beating LSU 38-23, to can canceling out uh, LSU's chances at a playoff as well with three losses. Um, anything you guys want to talk about this game, Texas A&M, also about to be in shambles because, what, we have five guys in the transfer portal already after this game? Three. Three or four. I know. I, I, think, I think we're at four. Could be four. I don't four have already. I've already put into the transfer from portal. Their freshman, like their yeah, from the yeah, oh, that same. Oh. I I told you it was gonna happen. One of two things was gonna happen. I'm sorry, it was, and it wasn't the championship, so it's the but I highest all, fucking transfer of I all time. They all wanted to really be there at College Station. I thought oh, that's actually, what that's what the coach the, said. One of the players who left, uh, I believe, linebacker Ish Harris, um, liked a tweet where somebody said um, something along the lines of. Them boys really grabbed that NIL bag 
and said, I'm out. I'm going to go where I really <laughs> wanted to go now. <laughs> so, you know, that's going well. Um, one thing uh, with LSU, their quarterback, Jalen, Jaden Daniels. Jaden. Jaden Daniels. Uh, I don't know if he came out of the game with an injury. No, but he played. He, he played? Okay, well, he has somewhat of an injury. Um, it's not a high ankle sprain, but it has something to do with his lower body. Um, so it's an ankle. I don't know if it's a high ankle sprain. Yeah, so um, you'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about that more coming into championship week since they now do play Georgia in the SEC championship game. USC, one of the bigger games of the night. USC beating Notre Dame 38-27. to This game was closer than anticipated. 11-point 11 uh, 11 game was close in the first half, and then Caleb Williams just became Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams... I feel like you and I can both agree, probably one of the Heisman. Probably. And it wasn't the greatest. Very strange year for the Heisman. It, well, it wasn't the greatest year for college. Like we said, the last time we've seen anything crazy like this, it was probably week three with all these upsets and stuff like that. All all the pieces moving around to with each, you know, with well, each conference. There are plenty of guys that are like, have the numbers deserving. It's just we kind of tie the Heisman to the team who's undefeated. Yeah. And mm. the only team... That's undefeated. Well, the J.J. McCarthy was in it. Sense and Bennett wasn't in it. Yeah. Sense and Bennett hasn't played great towards the end of the season. No, I know. Like, it's not going to be him. He's not getting in. Yeah. J.J. McCarthy's not getting Um. So there goes that. Oh, Tennessee, Kansas State, Washington, whatever. Um. So now, coming into the – we only have five teams we truly need to talk about. Six, maybe, I guess you could say. Give me your playoff rankings right now. Same as they were last week. Same with as they were last week mm -hmm. with USC sitting at five. Oh well, no, Ohio State's out. So yeah, Ohio State at five, USC's in at four. USC's in at four, and Ohio State is at five, and Alabama's at six. Alabama's at six. Yeah, yeah. Alabama's six right now. So let me ask you this then: How's Alabama at six when Tennessee beat Alabama? Well, part I don't. I believe I have not heard this in a while. I could be wrong. Okay. But I believe part of no, actually I am wrong. I believe the criteria would be is the the criteria is like basically what you've done. Yes. It's not what you might. No, they do factor injuries. They do. They do factor in injuries and Hendon Hooker's not there. So Seriously? Torn ACL and you're gonna keep them out of the college football playoff? Without Hendon Hooker, they're not good. I, I agree with that, but you beat Alabama. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? You know how th that doesn't look good for the college football playoff committee. Do you, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, I'm not crazy for saying that. Because the, the AP poll has them ranked the front of Tennessee as well. I, I get what you're saying, but like I said, like, look, if Hendon Hooker is healthy mm -hmm. and that's the case, then I think you're right. But Hendon Hooker's not. He's down for the year. And I think their backup is, is Joe Milton, who was like at Michigan and wasn't. No, there. that's. Yeah, isn't it the same guy? No, that's. Are you talking about Alabama's backup? No, not Alabama's oh. backup. Mich uh, Tennessee's, Tennessee's? Tennessee's backup is Joe Milton, who I believe was the quarterback at Michigan for like two or three years, and he wasn't good. I'll tell you exactly who it is. It's Joe. I know it's Joe Milton. I just don't know if it's the same Joe Milton. It might be oh, okay. All right. Well, for me at least, I have. I personally, like I said, I have Michigan. Um, I have Michigan first. They have the better win of the season, I guess you could say, going on the road versus, and you could say what you want about Ohio State. I mean, you know, they were undefeated, beat every team that they played. Their only, their only one bad win, I guess you could say, was against Northwestern. In Northwestern, it being 21-7. to But Michigan beat an undefeated team on the road in the last game of the season. 
uh, just completely ruining Ohio State's hopes for a Big Ten championship and doing it handily, too. Not even like at one point, I guess they're a little bit under pressure, but I, I really don't see how Michigan wouldn't be ranked number one overall. I have Georgia number two, which fine by me. If you see the Kentucky game, you saw the Georgia Tech game in the first half, you saw the Missouri game. I mean, we we don't look like we are not blowing out teams like we were last year, and that's just a simple hard truth. Uh, so I have them. I have TCU three undefeated. Very simple. I have USC sitting at four. I have Ohio State at five. And I mean, I, I guess everyone has Alabama at six. So I'm going to have Alabama at six, too. Um, I, we can discuss more about the playoff, but I, I, I don't see Alabama getting in. I'm sorry. There's just no way I see Ohio, a one loss Ohio State not getting in over an Alabama team with two losses. I do not care what that TCU thing does. Maybe. If you USC loses, then we have a you know we have a conversation that we need to talk about. Um, but I don't see UCF, USC losing to Utah, even though that might be a tough matchup to them. If I'm not mistaken, both, Utah both need to lose because if if even if if USC loses, then Ohio State gets in. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, they, they need probably they would need both TCU and. But I don't see I I and, I'm and uh, USC just to have a chance. Just to have a chance, correct? But like I said, also. They played one more game. They played for your, their championship. What the fuck you doing at home? You get what I'm saying? It was different with Alabama because Alabama only had one loss and then Georgia went on and had one loss in that, in that SEC championship game in 2017 when, when we beat Auburn. That was the whole issue with all of that, and everyone else had two losses. That's how Alabama got in because they only had one loss. Yeah, but if this, both, I feel like this is a different lose, thing now. But if both lose, then it's if both lose, then you're looking at Ohio State is in. I don't see. I don't. I don't. I think the playoffs and then, are locked and then, unless USC loses. And then you're and then you're between and then you're between TCU, USC, and um, Alabama for the last spot. And both USC and Alabama would have two losses. And then I guess the knock on TCU would be that they've played a lot of games that are really close and it's kind of like, how good are they i think they should get it anyway but you know people don't really like people don't respect them. i i see the playoffs pretty much locked at this point the only way i see anything changes is if usc loses i can't i can't discredit a team that played one more game on the year while someone was sitting at home watching that same game on the tv uh that's just me personally do with you what you want with that information. USC is playing Utah in the Pac-12 championship game Friday night. TCU plays Kansas State. Uh, Utah beat USC, by the way. That's who their one loss is to. Um, so, oh, no, I yeah, it is. 43 to 42. Wow, what a game. Uh, so, you know, there's probably some bad blood there. TCU plays Kansas State. As you guys recall, TCU came back on an 18-point comeback against Kansas State earlier in the season. They got that. We have Michigan playing per the Purdue spoiler makers. Say what you want. It's Purdue. They might spoil them. And then we have Georgia playing LSU, and we know how Georgia is in the fucking uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome. We don't have to get into it. Do you see USC losing? That's really my only question. No, they won that game. You see USC losing? USC? Yeah. No. No? Okay. Well. I think they'll probably win it handily. Yeah? You think so? Two touchdowns. Okay. Mm. 
let's get on. Do, do you want to talk any more about college football? Because yeah, you said you had some coaching thing that you wanted to do, but we're, I'm about to move on to the NFL. We'll do NFL. We're going to go back. You sure? Yep. Okay. So the NFL today was a very – it was a decent day, I think. We have the Browns beating the Buccaneers in overtime, 23-17. to 17. Jacoby Brissett having 210 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Tom Brady, two touchdowns, 246 yards. Nick Chubb, 116 yards and one touchdown on the ground with Chris Godwin having 110 yards receiving with one touchdown as well. Uh, Deshaun Watson, don't know. I mean, it's news, but he comes back to practice, or he was already practicing. Back at practice. Yeah, he was already back at practicing. Um, so if he could, if they wanted to, they could throw him out uh, this week versus his old team versus the Houston Texans. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's a primetime game. I could be wrong about is that. There's no shot. If it if it out. is, that's great for business. No, it isn't. That's terrible for business. The NFL's not that stupid. There's no way. <laughs> no, it's a one o'clock game. Flex I lied. Out of me. It's a one o'clock game. No I lied. Chance. I lied. It's a one o'clock game. Um, they they just didn't get it on fourth and inches. That's crazy. Uh, the Bengals beat the Titans twenty to sixteen. This was a good game all the way down to the end. Joe Burrow two hundred and seventy yards, one touchdown. Ran Tannehill. 291 yards. T. Higgins having 114 yards and one touchdown. Derrick Henry. I'm sorry for all the Derrick Henry betters out there, but God damn it. 75-yard screen. About to take it to the house. He fumbles it on the two-yard line, and Traylon Burks recovers the fumble for a touchdown. Traylon Burks First touchdown this year to the rookie wide receiver. Haven't been using him uh, often, but nothing really coming out of that game, I guess you could say. We have the Dolphins beating the Texans 30-15. to Bank and go. Uh, Tua having 299 yards, one touchdown. Uh, nothing really. I No double, triple digits from Tyreek Hill, 85 yards uh, and six receptions. We have... who. Who the fuck is that? Kyle Allen. Wow, Kyle Allen yeah, for the Kyle for the Allen. Houston Texans, 215 yards, one touchdown. Um, but this game, you guys took out your starters in the start and the back end of the third quarter. Not like was, halfway through. <laughs> was it? Oh, yeah. it, oh, it was. Okay, and then you guys took out your starters and ended up being 30 to 15, real fucking quick. And then you guys put Tua back in because no, when no, you, he, he never he came back. He, he never came, back. came back. No. Oh, when the last time I saw, excuse me, I'm sorry. The last time I guys I saw you guys, you guys were at 275 yards. No, they had to take him out. Oh, why? Why do they have to take because him out? Because Teron Armstead got hurt, and all of a sudden, the entire offensive line turned into traffic cones. Oh, but Teron Armstead has just a strain peck. Strain Not peck. a torn peck, just strain a strain peck. Yeah. Going to miss some time. Going to miss a couple, probably a couple games, but I think you guys will be okay. No, we will not. <laughs> no, we will not. They're gonna, this 49ers are going to dog walk us. Hopefully, can come back for the Chargers. Okay. Uh, the Jets beat the Bears 31-10. to uh, Justin Fields not playing in this game. Zach Wilson also not playing in this game. Trevor Simeon, 179 yards, one touchdown. Mike White, 315 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, we need to talk about Mike White and Zach Wilson more on this situation brewing in, uh, in New York. Mike White, I sent this in the chat, is the first QB in NFL history to have multiple games with at least a, at least 75% completion percentage, 300 passing yards, and three passing touchdowns within his first four career starts. If you take away the completion percentage, the only other person to do that is fucking Patrick Mahomes. Just want to let that be known. If you take away the completion percentage with the 300 passing yards and three touchdowns within first four career starts, he shares that with Patrick Mahomes. Now, we discussed this a little bit beforehand, uh, before Robert get, got here. 
what is the future like in New York with, you know, Zach Wilson has that comment last week and they, Robert Sal, Sala calls Mike White and goes, hey, you're ready to roll. You know, because of the comment last week, I, what do you, where do you, where do you go with that? Is Zach Wilson done? He's going to be a backup next, uh, somewhere next year. What, what do we do as the future of the fucking New York Jets right now with everything going on? Um, personally, in my opinion, I wouldn't say he's done in the league because I think this is something that he is a young quarterback, although he's, you know, demonstrated himself to be a bit of an ass. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think he's done in the league. This is something he can obviously learn from and, and, you know, grow from and be better from. However, the Jets are, t- they seem to have their team, like their core. They got, you know, they got their receivers. They got their, they got their foundation. Their defense. Like that, that, that yeah. team's probably going to be what it is for the, at least the foreseeable future. Um, I think he's done there. Yeah, I don't think he'll come back. Um, and unfortunately for him, I think he's done because he, you know, he made his comments, whatever. Um, obviously, you know, that, that did not go over well in the locker room. And then Mike White comes out and, like you just said, apparently did something that nobody in the NFL has ever done before. Um, I don't think Mike White, White is the answer. He probably will be the quarterback for the rest of the year, barring injury. Um, and, uh, but I do not think he'll be the quarterback next year. I think they'll probably trade for somebody. Um, maybe it's Derek Carr and Rodgers. Maybe Russell Wilson. Eh, who knows? He might be done there too. Um, um, they'll probably try and trade for somebody. That's really their only option. Uh, Jimmy G, maybe. Could be Jimmy G. Although well, we I are also talking about Trey Lance. I, I don't think the 49ers can do that. They can't go back to Trey Lance. But just want to say, by the way, Jimmy G. I'm sorry, real quick. Right. Jimmy G. Has the same amount of wins and losses as Steve Young through first 49 career starts. Just want to say that real quick. Yeah, but I mean, Steve Young had Jerry Rice. Hey, so who looks better, that's Jimmy G or Steve Young? That's that's my point. Yeah, you kind of <laughs> you kind of contradicted yourself there. No, I wouldn't listen. <laughs> but well, wait, no. By the way, I want to say because you, you didn't say it, you didn't let me say it when you were sorry, going over sorry, the score. sorry. So you like usually you know like Seattle wins, you know we say the pride of Miramar. Mm-hmm. Mike White, pride of Pembroke Pines. I'm just saying. Where the fuck did he go to school? He went to uh, Nova. No, he didn't. Nova High School. Well, that's proud of Davey. He's from Pembroke Pines, bro. That's the pride of Pembroke Pines. <laughs> Don't do that. For real? Is he really? Yeah, he's from Pembroke Pines. He was South Florida. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he was. Shit. All right. I did not know that. <laughs> Fine by me. Uh, what else we got? Uh, any more on the New York Jets? Oh, I'm sorry. I guess I'll give my two cents. I think it's bad for the Jets. Again, I, either you draft a quarterback next year, get rid of Zach Wilson, something. We talked about it. This kid is not a fucking leader. I don't know what to tell you. You come out here, and the only reason you're doing that is because of what your father said, given the apology. Hey, bro, you shouldn't have said that. That's why you're giving an apology? I, well, I, I, I can't. The, he gave the apology, I think, before, but um, he said he also did say that he didn't realize his comments uh, until his father had texted him, like, after. So, Mm-mm. I mean, that's kind of like you have – that awareness is not look he can grow from it i'm not saying he's done in the league to be honest like there is he could like get back with the jets like he could be the starter again um, i don't think that's happening it's not this year but like i said it'll have to be something where look he he, he has to own it he has to take it on the chin and he has to you know kind of just honestly like 
lay low and, you know, Mike White is the guy, do everything you're supposed to do, cheer for your team, all that. You kind of just got to work your way back into the good graces and kind of, you know, if if you get another opportunity, just kind of do all the right things and 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 stay ready. But uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to, like, I would be shocked if they just give up on him um, like that because, um, I mean, I think that's two two quarterbacks in the last five years you've drafted in the top three that you've given up on in two years. Well, we were also talking about Josh Allen, how we didn't truly see what Josh Allen was like till year three. It's like these guys fucking give up on their quarterback so goddamn fast they can't fucking develop. I mean that's but that's where the but trend it, it is always going now. Uh, dude. I don't, but you always see it on the wall. What you see it with quarterbacks. I don't understand how people. We we sat up here with Zach Wilson. I I sat up here because Khalil sat up here talking about you don't draft Zach Wilson. He played in BYU. He didn't play a tough schedule. He did not look like the greatest quarterback prospect. He lost to Coastal Carolina. I cannot stress that enough. Like. It's not a good look when your team is drafting the quarterback of BYU. The last time that happened was Steve Young. You're not getting the next fucking Steve Young at, in Zach Wilson. Uh, look, it's just, I guess it's because it's, you're, at that, you're at that moment in time and you need a quarterback that's the best one available. But look, fuck, I, man. I think, look, Zach Wilson has some talent. It's just I personally I don't think he was ready. Yeah, immature. He's never thrown 300 right. y- passing yards in a game. Mac White's done it twice. No, look, I'm, I'm not. He's not ready. That's kind of my point. He's not ready. He's clearly immature as a leader. He's not. I, I think that's, I think, the biggest indictment. Not so much a skill because, like I said, you could do the Josh Allen route and just kind of ride with him and, and, you know, go with the punches, although the Jets seem to be a team that can't. I don't know if they're, I wouldn't call them a Super Bowl contender. but you They're know, playoff contenders. They're good enough that, you know, you should probably have a quarterback you try and win now with. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they could try and do that, but. The, the biggest indictment on them is something like that, that he, you know, those kind of comments and the way he carried himself, that's something you should, you should definitely, I think you should catch it in the draft evaluation, but at the very least, he's been on your team for two years. How have you not seen this? Yeah, you I know agree. What I'm saying? Like, that's, yeah. that's something that I think is, that I think is inexcusable. I'll leave this for a rant in a second. Uh, we have the Panthers beating the Broncos 23 to 10. Ah, Russell Wilson. Sam Darnold, 164 yards, one touchdown. Deontay Foreman, 113 yards on the ground. DJ Moore, four receptions, 103 yards, one touchdown. Russell Wilson, 142 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, also got him, I, I guess you could call it a tiffy. The defensive the defensive lineman was the one who had a tiffy with him, I guess. Do you think it's Mike or Mike Purcell? I don't know, but all I do know is that the defense, the Denver Broncos defense is fucking tired of Russell Wilson because he came off the field and yelled at Russell Wilson and yeah, Russell Wilson put his tail between his legs and was like, yes, daddy, whatever you want. I don't and, think that's what it looked like to uh, me. That's exactly what it Not looked like to me, to me. To me, it looked like homie got in his face and Russell Wilson hit him with the, God bless you, sir. <laughs> he hit him with the gentle words. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Dude, I saw a stat the other day. I'm sure you guys have seen it too. If the Denver Broncos just scored 18 plus points every single game this season, except for today, they would be nine and two on the year. What do I say every week? You score 21 points or more, you have a decent offense. That's what you need to win football games in the NFL. You can't score 21 points in the game of football. I don't know what to fucking tell you. I am sorry. And if you can't do it with Russell Wilson, uh, I mean, you know, 
they could just take the cap hit of fucking eighty million fucking dollars next year. That's but not, that's not the biggest problem. What's the biggest problem? The Seahawks have the number two biggest problem. That is also true. That is also true. I forgot about that's, that. That's a real problem. That is the real problem. Uh, we'll keep it moving. <laughs> Super Bowl winning head coach Dougie P putting his balls on the Baltimore Ravens, twenty-eight to twenty-seven, leading. The Jacksonville Jaguars on a comeback against the Baltimore Ravens. Trevor Lawrence, 321 yards, three touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 254 yards, one touchdown. Also having 89 yards on the ground. Zay Jones having 145 yards receiving. Now, <laughs> are the Ravens a good team? I, that's I, Monday's the one who <laughs> they, said it. They, they blown, they oh, blown it was you. It was no, you. They're not, they're not a good team. They've they blown a lot of leads. They've blown three nine point leads. This that's year. kind of bad. I mean, if you're seven and four, you know, care. well, seven and four now. Care. The Giants are seven and four. I don't think they're a good team. You know how the, you know why the Jacksonville Jaguars won today? Their mascot. Dog, that was hilarious. that was fantastic mascot work. That I don't know who that guy is, but he deserves a fucking raise. Did you bad. see this, Rob? I saw him. In the Speedo and was, just nothing but the head pause? Yeah, I mean, there's children out there. Come on. We're not, we're not doing on. this. No, that Rob, that was fantastic. That's their whole reason why they won the game today, and I don't want to hear any problems with that. We have... Hot day out there. It was a hot day out there. Good thing he had body paint, a sunscreen. It's uh, Jacksonville. <laughs> Like, the really. Commanders beat the Falcons 19-13. to I don't even give a fuck about this game. I have a shot at Dan Snyder and Dan Snyder only. Taylor Heineke, 138 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Brian Robinson, 105 yards on the ground. Marcus Mariota, 174 yards and one touchdown and one interception. That interception coming at the most inopportune time with, I believe, a minute left in the end zone because it was tipped at the line. I could give two fucks about the fucking Commanders being in 7-5. and five. They do not deserve to be seven and five, and it's all because of fucking Dan Snyder. If let me let me let me give you guys some insight on Dan Snyder, if you haven't heard uh, okay. recently, um, you know he has multiple. What is that hostile work environment? You know, uh, lawsuits against him, multiple sexual assault lawsuits against I, him. I don't think the hostile. I think the hostile work environment is probably the least of his worries. He's low key running a sex trafficking. As that is mm. allegedly, allegedly. Mm. We're allegedly. playing the allegedly game with Dan's fucking Snyder. Well, we could say allegedly, but I mean, Congress is looking into it. So, anyways, all I'm saying, this is not, Dan Snyder's the FBI, Congress. This is Dan Snyder's second time trying to blow the FBI or Congress off his fucking tail with Sean Taylor. Oh, no. This is the second time back that this has happened years. in back-to-back -back years, okay? I want to let that be known. Sean Taylor, one of the most decorated safeties in this league, you could argue the best safety of all time, if you really wanted to make the argument, if you even wanted to, okay? Probably the most decorated safety in the NFL, like I said. Last year. No, he didn't play long enough, but... And just in his time, his his run, oh, his, run. his run, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, last year, all the lawsuits start coming about. What does Sean Taylor, or excuse me, sorry for even putting your name in that? What does Dan Snyder do? Has a Sean Taylor day, makes it five days before game time, brings his family out, does a stupid little fucking like I don't even know how to explain it. Does like a stupid little ceremony just to honor Sean Taylor. It was a piece of shit ceremony to honor someone that great. How does he dress? In sweatpants. I can't deal with Dan Snyder. And then this year, this year, 
devoting a statue or many calling it a mannequin. He went to his local dick sporting goods and asked if they had any. I mean, have you, you bro saying that there's going to be a statue of Sean Taylor in the middle of the arena, whatever the fuck stadium, whatever you want to call it, literally an air mannequin that where the strange. legs were wires. I can't make that Nike for Jersey, Adi Reebok pants, Adidas soccer cleats that said World Cup on them. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I did. After, after he, they unveiled this fucking statue, quote unquote, the whole stadium went silent. If you look at the Sean Taylor family in that, in that video, they did not look like a happy bunch. And I do not blame them one fucking bit. I would be furious at every ounce of this fucking game with fucking, or every ounce of this like whole thing with Dan Snyder and Sean Taylor. They're doing this. Dan Snyder is doing this to throw him off his fucking tail. It is a goddamn disgrace to Sean Taylor. It's a goddamn disgrace to fucking football. It's a goddamn disgrace to Sean Taylor's family. This is fucking ridiculous. I don't care. This is fucking horrendous. He needs to sell the fucking farm. He needs to sell the goddamn team. And I don't care if he brings every owner down with him, including Jeffrey Lurie. Because we already see Jerry Jones is fucking... Hey, <laughs> he already leaked Jerry. He leaked Jerry. I'm telling you right now, I do not care. Bring every owner down with him. Every single fucking owner. I can't do this anymore with Dan Snyder. They do not deserve to have a football team. They do not deserve to be a fucking winning football team. I don't give a fuck. They need to do something with the fucking Washington Commanders. I know they won't. I'm over it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to go on a rant myself about this because, as you know, the resident Hurricane fan here, Sean Taylor, is very near and dear to my heart. But um, I'm not going to go ahead and do that. I think you covered it very well for me. So I will save my blood pressure. Thank You're you. welcome. He's running. So what's his next thing you're going to use Sean Taylor for? He's running out of... He's gonna By the way, I don't since, know, man. since we're on the subject... Oh, oh, you know what he's going to do? Put him in the fucking rafter. I don't know if that was a ceremony no, last, was year. last year. I was mean, it? Okay, then they'll find something else. He's running out of things. He'll, he'll find something else, I promise say, you. He'll say, have a hologram. He'll say, have a hologram. Since we're on the subject, uh, I believe today is 15 years. His 15th anniversary 15th of his anniversary death. 15th anniversary of his death, so rest in peace, Sean. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry. I'm watching the Eagles game. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There was a lull. There was a dull there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, we have the Chiefs. Beating the Rams twenty six to ten. Uh, Patrick Keep Mahomes three. That game was ass. Three hundred and twenty yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Bryce Perkins, who came in for the injured Matthew Stafford, one hundred yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Travis Kelsey made Jalen Ramsey look like a fool. Isaiah Pacheco, sixty nine yards and a touchdown. Nothing really coming out of this game. Uh, I was because I'll save that game last. Uh, damn, I wish he was fucking here. Forty to thirty four in overtime off a of Josh Jacobs eighty six yard run in overtime. Derek Carr two hundred. 195 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Good for him. Three, Finally. Two interceptions. God damn time. Who cares? We two okay. We can't, we can't <laughs> have Geno Smith, 328 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Josh Jacobs, 33 carries, 229 yards. And you told me what? Six receptions for 89? 74. 74. Two tutties. Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah, but like I said, winning that game in overtime. And then the game I wanted to talk about. <laughs> you know what game. You know the game. 
The Chargers and the Cardinals. I think yes. that's the only one you can talk about. Yes. Uh, Justin Herbert, three, 274 yards, three touchdowns, 38 yards on the ground. Kyler Murray. Uh, having 191 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. James Conner having 25 carries for 120, uh, 120 yards. Led the team back. Led the team back and went for two and got it without any, without any interceptions. You had to double check. I did have to double check. I wanted to make sure before well, I said look, it. I just want to say, look, congratulations, Justin Herbert. Like I said last week, you, you're, you're a talented Congratulations. <laughs> I was actually hurt. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish Khalil was fucking here. You are, um, like I said, you're a talented quarterback. Quarterback, um, as per the discussion we were having last week. What's the last week? Was last? Yeah, it was last week. Um, as far as Tua, you are more talented, Tua. But it's nice to see that you, you know, you didn't throw an interception on a game-winning drive. Even Philip Rivers, you know, let his team do game-winning drive every now and then. Philip Rivers alone. Every now and then. But um. I'll be honest with you, not that mad about it, because number one, guess what? He's still under 500 for his career. He's <laughs> no, at 500. No, he's not. No, we discussed no, this last not. week. No, he's not. Oh, he's, he's 21 and 22. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that there's that, and and I'll be honest with you, I I hate the Cardinals more than I I hate Justin Herbert. I don't even hate Justin Herbert, but you know, like <laughs> I can't stand the Cardinals more. So. <laughs> Oh uh, what? Really yeah, I also mm-hmm. probably should have gave love to Jacksonville. I forgot how that game ended, but they also yeah, had Trevor Lawrence had a game-winning drive, went Sunshine. for two, and they got it. If I'm not mistaken, with like 14 seconds left or something mm-hmm. crazy like that, and they only seconds. had like a minute to drive down the field or they something had the, wild. The Justin Justin Tucker tried to kick a 67 yard and game. almost made it. I thought it was, was short. It, it was, was just short. not enough uh, power, but like it was online. Like to, yo, oh I, I my god! That, I was like no way, no it, way, it, no <laughs> way. Uh, so there's that for. Oh no, I'm sorry. We have to talk about the Thursday games. Oh, I'm sorry. Also, the 49ers. They beat the Saints 13 to 0. Shit game. I don't, I'm not even going to talk. No, we don't. Uh, Thanksgiving, though. Uh, the better games, I guess you could say, of the week. The Bills beat the Lions 28 to 25 on a two second. Game. Huh? I don't think that was that good a game. I th- they were better than the games this week. Fair. Oh, <laughs> Josh Allen, 253 yards, one interception. 78 yards on the ground, one touchdown as well. Isaiah McKenzie, hey, some Georgia love. 96 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Amon Raw St. Brown, 122 yards and one touchdown. Jared Goff having 240 yards and two touchdowns as well. And uh, that was it for that game. But Rob, in the rundown, wanted to talk about trouble in paradise with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, as you guys do know, t- uh, Josh Allen has... A torn UCL, I believe it's a torn UCL. Sprained UCL. If you guys are unaware of the UCL, it is what you know baseball players, yeah, baseball players considered Tommy John surgery. Um, I it's not that bad in football, I guess, as it is in baseball for a pitcher that's throwing 100 miles an hour, but it still does affect you in some kind of way. But I feel like last year we saw someone play with it, and Colin said the same thing. Matthew Stafford has that too. He had it last year. No, he has it this year. Supposedly. Oh, he has it this like year. Oh, okay. Into the year, he, I don't know if it was sprained, but he had a Tommy. Like he saw a doctor for like. Oh, okay. Check. Well, as you like, I said you could still play on it um so i mean as you could tell it hinders him a little bit it's not the josh allen that we've been seeing this season also von miller 
out for the season? No, he has a torn lateral meniscus. He's definitely out this week. Like, okay. Like the coming week, that's uh-huh. where they play. Um, he out, might come back? It's up in there. Yeah, you can play on a torn meniscus. At that age? No disrespect. You Okay, so the thing— In that sport? In that position? You can, yeah. The, okay. menisc- the meniscus is like—well, one, it heals on its own, unlike mm-hmm. the ACL. Um, so, like, that's why sometimes you see people try to rehab it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like um, it's not like an ACL thing where it's like a knee stability issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could play on it. Um, how effective is he going to be? I don't know. Personally, if I were them, um, I would, unless it gets, like, really bad, I'd, I'd try and go as long as possible. Without him playing, usually well, I think it takes about four weeks, they, four to six to heal. They are second in the AFC East now with the Dolphins winning today. Um, I there's probably going to be some you know some up and downs with them this season, just with Josh Allen's injury. I don't really see the Von Miller one being that much of an effect. You, you guys could probably tell you me keep different. Talking about this Josh Allen injury, yeah, I have numbers for you. That's oh why God, we're here we go. All right, that's, that's the research. Okay, that's the reason we brought this up. Okay. It wasn't just to aimlessly talk. about Okay. They haven't looked good over the last month. Okay. They're two and two. Okay. They've they've won their last. Isn't two. this when his injury started? It had to be three weeks ago. Probably three weeks. Ago, okay. It was okay. It could be a month. Okay. But um, the um, they're two and two in mm-hmm. the last four weeks. Um, they've won their last two. Struggled, but they won. Um. Josh Allen in this time. We talked about the Von Miller injury, but the concern with them, well, their run game, by the way, awful. Like, they have been terrible. They don't have a run game. No, I mean stopping the run. They've been oh, oh, oh. The well, they also don't have one. The run, uh-huh. Which is, like, the strength of their team. Their defense, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Allen, over his last four weeks, he has four touchdown passes mm-hmm. to five interceptions. He is currently leading the league in turnovers. So Oh shit, really? Yep, turnovers. Did not know I that. believe it's 14. Who, well, hold on. I want to tell you our our CEO over one over here want to tell you Eli Manning's done that two times. Hall of Famer. Uh keep it moving. Hall of Famer Eli. He's done that twice. Shut up. And it, he, <laughs> he is I believe he's tied for second in interceptions. Somebody has 12. I mm-hmm. don't know who it is. I I can't remember, but I believe he is second with a lot. Okay. Um, is Aaron Rodgers maybe? No, he doesn't have that many. I don't think he has that many. I, to be honest with you, I, it might. I don't know. Maybe Derek Carr. I have no idea. But um, yeah, he has not played. He has not been playing very well of late. Um, but credit to him, he has been able to been able to make some. Like I said, he's been able to get him to win these these last couple games here. So it it. Certainly, the way he's playing, it could be a lot worse. But are you concerned about the Buffalo Bills? In what sense? How, rather, how concerned are you? Do you think, do you, can, can they turn this around? Like, no. Are they going to play any better? No. You, this is where, this is where they're think, at. You think this, this is absolutely where they're at. They're going to make the playoffs. Maybe they, they win, win one the game. Division? Maybe they don't want to win the win. They won't win the division. They won't have the lead in the division for the rest of the year. I'll I'll say that they right now. They do have the game against the Dolphins coming up. And current are they? Do they? They have the same record. They yes, do they have, the same, so have the same record. At this yeah. point, assuming that both teams at least match each other, whatever they do up until that matchup. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know how far away it is, but 
if they Dolphins win, Bills win, whatever, Dolphins lose, mm-hmm. Bills lose. As long as they match each other and they go into that game with the same record. I believe the winner of that game in takes, terms of tiebreaker? Takes the division. Well okay. they'll be ahead. There's no tiebreaker. They'd be ahead. They'd be a game ahead if they go into that game with the same record. Why will they be a game ahead? They don't have the win. If the Bills win. Oh, wow. Oh. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. You know, or, or, are you, or do you believe, like, when they match up with each other, you think, are, do the Dolphins win that game? By the way, the Bills are still the only team. In the, they have a share of the division lead, I guess, technically. They're the only division leader to not have a division win. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I feel like in the beginning of the season when you guys played the Bills, you know, it came down all the way down to the wire. And I feel like if that game was played in Buffalo, it would have been circum- different circumstances, you know, non-biased Dolphin fan here. Uh, like do- Dolphin seer, I guess you could say. Um, if that game was played in Buffalo, I feel like that would have been a different circumstance. And then coming into it, I thought that Buffalo game was going to be harder for you guys. But now with Josh Allen being the way that Josh Allen has played for the last month on top of this injury, and we, we talk about this. We talked about this last week or last year with Baker Mayfield. You're on, you're on the field. You, may, you play the game. You're on the field for a reason because you want to be out there. You could easily come the fuck out if you really wanted to, but no player is going to come out. At least I don't think so. I just feel like the Dolphins are going to win that football game. What is it, five weeks from now? Uh, oh, I thought no, you were looking it's it up. Not. It's, uh, they get, it's in three weeks. Three weeks? Okay. Yeah. Their next three are on the road, San Francisco, San Diego, and then they go to Buffalo. And then they go to Buffalo? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I still like how you guys are playing. I Like I've said, probably the best offense in the league. And, I mean, Teron Armstead being out, whatever. Then Von Miller's out, too. So, I don't, I don't really see. It'll be a competitive game. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're done. But I do see the Dolphins rolling up in there and winning the game. I see the Dolphins winning the, the AFC East outright. I don't see you guys being the number one overall seed, though, in the AFC playoff picture. I see the Chiefs being the number one overall seed. They're just they're just the Chiefs. They're frying on all cylinders. And unfortunately, those Tua concussions didn't help you out at all. And also, Tua today fucking went full scorpion mode again on some linebacker's back. I forgot who it was. He moved like a prick. So you said he yeah. like flexed. Yeah, no, he, dog, he, he. My and, back hurt watching. And now Teron Armstead being out, you know, maybe between now and that game, he gets roughed up a little. I, I mean, I don't think one left tackle, right tackle changes the whole complexion of. I haven't watched that many Dolphins game this year. Oh, it's bad. Is but, it really? Yeah. They, okay. Know, I'm going to tell you why they took two out. Because he probably would have left him in for at least the rest of the third quarter. I think it was, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it was four consecutive possessions to a got sacked. Three, three consecutive. I saw you guys went three, three and out three, multiple times after that. It was three, it was three consecutive. That, that, that last, the no, last like drive he was the on. The last drive it was three. But yeah, that, yeah that, he had three sacks. Yeah, but the drive before that ended in a oh, sack. Oh, okay, okay. It was four consecutive plays he got sacked. Oh, okay. Well, and it's not like, and, and the part that I was telling Robert, I was on the phone with Robert when this was mm-hmm. happening, it's not like, oh, okay, like the left tackle got beat like four times in a row. Yeah. The entire offensive line got beat. Like, everybody yeah, forgot how to block. I, I mean. It was nasty. I, not to talk about the Dolphins. Not trying to be Homer Pod, honestly. But I don't see any necessarily thing wrong with the Bills other than Josh Allen's torn UCL. Am I going to hold that against him? No, I am not. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, they lost this game because of the torn UCL. He's throwing. He still has. I mean, obviously, with all the stats that you're giving me, still has better stats than most of the QBs in the league, and it's not even remotely close. To be honest, also, in his last four, even though he's 
it looked like cheeks, like the four and the five, the four touchdowns, the five interceptions. His QBR is still pretty good. He's got 70, 63.3, 68.5, and 66.9. Those are all good QBRs. Uh, so I'm not really knocking him for that. Like I said, I think now their season is more of uh beautiful pass. This season wow. is more, I'm sorry, this season is more of, uh, like, I don't know how to fucking explain it. Like, trials and tribulations, I guess you could say. Rather than them being the outright, quote-unquote, best team in the NFL as they were uh, given, perceived at one, perceived at one yeah. point. I don't really see them in trouble. I see them making the playoff. Do I see them winning in one game? Sure. Do I see them winning that second game? Probably not. Depending on if they have home field advantage and when they might not even not, because they're not even going to win the fucking division. The Dolphins are winning that division, and I guarantee you, I, this is coming from from you know someone that you know doesn't care for them that much they're gonna be they're gonna win that division by two games wow. i'm telling you right now wow. i'm sorry to tell I'm, i don't i don't know whether to be a jinx or not but i'm not the dolphin fan so you don't have to take it as a jinx well, but they're gonna win it by two games my only concern with them and then we can move on if you like robert um my only concern with them is the way he's playing i i think they will be fine i think i don't i think they'll that division will be competitive i think it might actually come down to that buffalo game uh in three weeks but um, my concern with them is the way Josh Allen's playing. He he's doing that thing that that we talk about. He he, the, the those uh, what the hell are you doing plays? Mm -hmm. Um, he was always been doing them by the way. Um, like he's continued to do them. He was doing them last year. It's just now like teams are getting those turnovers. Yeah. Like they're like, yo, what the hell is that? Like that's now an interception. Um, you know. And so my concern is that. The, if he continues to play like that and he mm -hmm. continues to make those like, yo, what the hell are you doing decisions? Yeah. That, I think, is what's going to cost them. Rob, you've been quiet for most of the pod. My How do you only, feel? I think Buffalo, I don't think they're that bad. My only concern with Buffalo, especially as we, get, as we go on further into the year, the issue that they're going to have is they have a problem running the ball. Their best running option is Josh Allen. Which... It's like fine, he's strong, but let's be honest, like you don't want your quarterback running. Well, now the ball with the injury, you don't want that. Yeah, but like even then, like you don't want that. Like that's your franchise quarterback. He shouldn't be running the ball that much. Like he, he's he's it's good, but like come on, like it's just ridiculous. That's my only worry about them. All right, well there it is for your Miami Dolphins talk this week. Oh. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. I'm we've gonna, been. I'm gonna we've, it was a joke. We've been fine no, no, today. No, no, we've been no, fine no. today. I'm, I'm gonna add a Homer Simpson <laughs> sound like no, uh, we have. Uh, the Cowboys being the Giants, 28 to 20. Jack Prescott, 261 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott, 92 yards on the ground on a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, 160 yards. Uh, Saquon not having a good day. 11 carries, 39 yards. Did have a touchdown though. Uh, Daniel Jones, 228 yards, one touchdown. And then we put up the clip of the Vikings talking about the Vikings at least, but we put it up on the day that they beat the New England Patriots, 33 to 26. Kirk Cousins. 299 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Justin Jefferson. Ay, ay, ay. Nine receptions, 139 yards, one touchdown. Mac Jones, 382 yards and two touchdowns. Now, that's it for the NFL uh, this week. We have the Eagles playing the Packers right now. It's 20-14 to 14, uh, Eagles way. And then Monday night, we have Colts Steelers. But uh, in terms of that uh, Cowboys-Giants game, uh, Odell Beckham. Uh, was talk being talked about up and up until that game as the Odell Beckham sweepstakes, uh, because they have been in talks with, um, he has been in talks with the Cowboys and the Giants, but 
Some new news has come about. I don't know if you saw it from the lawyer either. Got Did you see it? Got thrown off the plane. Did you see Over, what the lawyer said, though? Overzealous flight attendant. Yeah. So what uh, does that, overzealous, what does that mean? That means, like, he was trying to be, he, he was trying to see who had the bigger dick, here, pretty like, much. Yeah, Pause. Like, you're not going. Yeah, you ain't, you're not yeah, going. I'm throwing Odell off this plane. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what he said. Go home, but yeah, in, guess who I threw off the plane. <laughs> in the report, though, that was being circulated on, uh, the, earlier this afternoon, um, AJ Brown just fumbled the fucking ball. The Packers are literally about to fucking score. I am sick. What just happened? What is going on? I am mad. Wow. Uh, anyways, Odell Beckham earlier this week or today, I'm sorry, uh, was unresponsive on the playing going in and out of consciousness Decided not to get off the plane uh, when they said that he needed to get off. And then the lawyer wanted to come out and say that it was an overzealous uh, flight attendant. It was not that serious of, of an accusation and all this other stuff. Um, do you guys see this hurting Odell Beckham uh, coming into the league? Uh, if he does end up getting signed, do you see him still getting signed? Because at this point, we're in week uh, 12, week 11. And he has still not gotten signed. I understand he's looking for a three-year deal, or four-year no, deal. He just got cleared. That's why. Oh uh, like, well, he got cleared Thursday. No. Are you sure? I think it was today or something. Well, they he I know he's looking for like a three-year deal or something like that. That was an early report. I don't know. So who who really knows? But do you even really see him contributing anything at this end of the season when just clearly coming off an ACL or anything like that? Do you see? First question: Do you see him getting signed? Yes or no? Yes. Do you see him getting signed? Yes yeah, or no? He'll get signed. You, okay. One, two, where? Cowboys. Cowboys? New York Giants. You think he's going back? I, I'd I like to see him, him, him to I want him to go to the Giants, personally. Okay. I like Odell on the Giants. Do you see, them con- do you see him contributing anything? I think he would help the Cowboys. I, like, does it make the Cowboys better than the Eagles, per se? No. He, like, it, I think it's unreasonable to expect him to, to make that kind of difference, particularly coming off an ACL. He hasn't played football in, what, almost a year, um, 10 months. You know, I, I think, I think, and he just got cleared, too, so it's not like he's, you know, he gets signed on, on, on Monday and then he's, he's going, suiting up on Sunday. Like, I, I don't know if that's what's, what it's going to be. So um, I just don't know he's going to make that much of a difference, especially, like, I think the Cowboys have bigger issues. Um, mm-hmm. I know they're, they're, what, 8-3 and three or something like that. Yeah. Like they have a good record. Um, Dak Prescott has not looked good. Uh, you you mm. could say that. They've been winning since he came back. I, look, like I said, their record is great. They're 8-3. and three. I'm not taking that away from them. But when you talk about teams, it's why I said the Ravens aren't a good team. Like when you talk about teams that are 8-3, 8-4, like you're a playoff team, you talk about them in the context of other playoff teams. Dak Prescott has not looked good. I, like, I, don't, I don't know how many games they'll win in the playoffs. Like Part of that might be matchup dependent. But mm-hmm. whenever they do lose, it, it's probably going to be Dak Prescott's fault. He won't play well enough. The way he's playing, like, he has not he has not looked good this year. Like that's just plain and simple. Mm. Um. So yeah. Okay. I I just I don't think Odell's going to make a big difference. Okay. Uh, I don't see. I mean, I I personally I don't see him getting signed at all. Uh, this year. And then I I mean I don't I wouldn't even see him contributing after the fact. I just want to let you know, Jerry J- Jerry Jones signed Greg Hardy. So. That is true, but I'm not disrespect. I'm I'm not blaming it on this. 
Oh, he's oh, you're, just oh you're crazy. He's getting signed. I don't. Th- I don't think he gets signed. I think he's fucking too late at this point. No, he's getting do you signed. Th- okay, here's Dude, the they next. They brought Eric Weddle off the hold street hold on. the week before the Super Bowl. Do you see him getting his deal? The playoffs, not the Super Bowl. Hold on. Do you see him getting this deal, or do you see him on a one-year deal? That's another question. He's probably signing like a one-year deal. Just a one-year deal. I mean, and then he's going to be a free agent walking again next year. Yeah, I mean, but I would like to see him go somewhere and kind of get back to having somewhat of a career. I feel like he's been in like a lull for like what, like three years now. He had the injury, then unfortunately, Baker Mayfield, Loki. Loki, Baker Mayfield might have ruined his Hall of Fame chances. Baker Mayfield ruined whose chances? Odell Beckham's Hall of Fame chances, because those, he never get them years back. Those was like his prime years. He could have been, he could have been. Why'd you say Baker Mayfield? He played with the Browns. Played with the Browns. Oh, shit. That's fucking right. You see? I you totally forgot about Bro, I totally point. forgot about that. Wow. Just oh, made, my just God. Just made my point. Yep. Wow. Nah, good point. <laughs> you didn't contradict yourself there. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that's it for the ga- uh, for the games this week. I guess the recap, I guess you could say. Uh, but we do have more uh, for you guys. Uh, we asked you guys on Instagram. Nah, man, what are you doing? I have my college football segment, bro. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. This is my time. My bad. My bad. My bad. This is my show. You're not gonna do that to me. My bad. Um, no, this is a good segment. It's gonna be worth. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Long, but um, so today is a Sunday. A lot of these coaches are in college football. They're Mm -hmm. getting fired. Most of them that are on the hot seat have been fired already and if not replaced (laughs) um but i have five coaches here um all of these coaches are at they're doing good jobs i'll just say that on the front end they're doing good jobs um but i'm i want to ask you guys would you keep them or move on okay okay now i'm going to start i'm going to qualify this by these are all coaches that have been at their programs for at least three years Mm -hmm. we're not having referendums on coaches that have been there for a year or two um also i what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna read to you their records okay overall and then year by year and i'm gonna tell you what they've done in recruiting year by year uh and then you know any other like miscellaneous notable accomplishments or anything like that going on with their program okay and you let me know yeah i'll give you like an overall and then we kind of go from there okay uh the first one we'll make it easy i guess um get the obvious one out of the way jimbo fisher um, his record <laughs> at Texas A&M. His record at Texas A&M, thirty-nine and twenty-one. Oh, by the way, also buyouts not a factor. Just want to say that. Oh, so damn, like, damn. If, so you know, I can fire a guy if I want to. Doesn't matter. Money, money, we money, got money to blow, baby. Not an option, we got right? money okay. to blow. Hit it big. Yeah, right. hit it big. You know, crypto came back around. Like you know, whatever. Price crypto oil, crazy. Um. Money is not a problem. Okay. okay. All right. So, like I said, Jimbo Fisher's, re- Jimbo Fisher's record at Texas A&M, 39 and 21. He's been there for five seasons. Um, year by year starting this year, five and seven, eight and four, nine and one, eight and five, nine and four. So he did better without the recruiting class. Yeah. Um, his recruiting class is starting with this current class, which is the 2023 class, um, the one he's currently recruiting, 24th in the country. After uh, being number one last year. Number one last year, obviously, um, the year before that, eighth, sixth, and fourth. And then his only accomplishment of note is he won the Orange Bowl in 2020, which was the COVID year. Uh, with Texas A&M. With Texas A&M, yeah. And, um, and then, you know, there's maybe he has a lack of control of his players. 
seems like possibly, but you know. So Jimbo Fisher, I'll start with you, Robert. <laughs> you keeping him or no? My dog's not here, so I'm gonna do it for him one time. Fuck no, baby. He gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. He gotta go. Listen, bro. We've we've done the little tit for tat with Jimbo Fisher before. I cannot support someone that has the number one recruiting class in the entire country coming after every head coach saying we did not do NIL coming out here and showing that on the football field and then everything else that comes with that with all the players transferring and stuff like that. I cannot get behind it. They do not look good. The whole squad does not look good. They're not buying into him. And I said that in my rant. They need to let Jimbo Fisher go, and they needed to let him go yesterday. He needs to be at the fucking Nick Saban offensive school for rehab analysis. That's where he needs to be. And even then, I don't know if it'll work out because, we, God, we see what the fuck Alabama has done the last, uh, last year. So, nah, gone. Forget it. <laughs> All right, who else? Larry, let's keep I'm going. turning heel on y'all. I'm keeping Jimbo Fisher. What? Yeah. Why? Who, who am I going to replace him with? Anybody. Cheaper. No. You don't got to pay him that much money. No, I'm keeping him. Who cares? I'll keep him for another year. It doesn't make a difference anyway. Another year? Yeah, one more year. I'll give you one more year. All if right, I'm not, correct, correct, me, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, God, he's getting sacked and he didn't even realize it. Fuck! Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The FSU National Championship. Was that his kids? 2014. How long was he there for before he won know, that those, champion? Those were his kids. Those Come were on. His kids. Remember, Are you was, sure? I believe Bob. Are you sure? I think Bobby Bowden retired in 2012. No, okay. Bobby Bowden retired earlier than that, I think. Hold on. But I mean, come on. He was at he was at FSU for like a long time before he became the head coach. Like no wait, the national championship year was yeah. 2014. That's what I said. Yeah, those were his kids. Sure. Those they were his kids. kids? No, okay. No, Bobby, no, he was there. Okay. For, I think he was there for at least four years. Okay, because what you just told me were not his kids beforehand like the 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 wins beforehand before this season those were not his kids bobby bobby bowden retired in 2009 and like okay. i said jimbo jimbo was like there like what 10 years as a defensive coordinator okay so come on i mean it's like it's his team um but i'm surprised you would keep him i, I would just fire him i don't because I, I know look, i'm gonna I have, have the talent because they gonna pay for it i know i've came over here and, and i look i look i'm not a fan of jimbo fisher i think they should like fire him eventually it's just you know i'll give him one more year Okay. Um, next, moving on. This one, we'll, we'll go with a little softball here. Clayton, I'm gonna start with you on this one because this is uh, this is your boy over here. Okay. Sam Pittman. <laughs> Record at our, he's been there three years. Yes. 18 and 17 overall at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, his record starting this year going on down th- three and seven. No, I got that backwards, I think, actually. They started three and seven. Sorry. Six and six. I wrote this down backwards. Six and six, nine and four, three and seven. Um his recruiting. Started. He was three and seven? His first year. Oh, his first year, okay. Yeah, I I wrote it down backwards. Okay. Um his recruiting classes, starting with this current class, sixteenth, twenty eighth, twenty fifth. Only notable accomplishment, they finished twenty first in the AP poll last uh last season. Okay. You keeping him? Letting him go. Absolutely, I'm keeping him. Have you seen that man? They, everyone, everyone, I do not care what they do in Arkansas, 
okay? Jimbo is not even winning fucking... I'm comparing him. Jimbo hasn't even won football games and want to have the number one recruiting class. This man at least is growing his talent. Not necessarily the greatest talent of all time. I understand that. I'm aware of that. But at least his kids buy into him. You come out and you, do, you will never hear. Ever. Ever. And anyone across the SEC, the Big Ten, wherever the fuck he came from, you will never hear one bad word about Sam Pittman. And those guys, those kids, buy into that fucking, into that culture of Sam Pittman. And we've seen it the last couple of years. Is he going to give you the greatest things? No. Is he going to beat ranked teams? He will give these ranked teams a scare. He is a trap team coach, but am I going to see him in the fucking SEC West? No. I'm not going to see him at the top of the top. I'm not. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but he, he's one of, and I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that's his school. I think, I think that's his alma mater. I think it is. I think it is. So what, what's his alma mater? Arkansas. No. What is it? His alma mater is Pittsburgh State. Ah. Hell. University. Where does he come from then? He's from Oklahoma. Oh, fuck. All right. Whatever. The- Reno, Oklahoma, baby. <laughs> whatever the fuck. I think he stay. I, I, I would have fired him. I like him. I'd give him. You'll think about it. I would. I'd give a hard. Just look. like what I'd you said. Just like what you. Who are you hiring? Honestly. So you'd fire him, Kinda but like you'd keep Jimbo. Yeah. Kind of like Williams. You thought we were going somewhere else. We'll get there. I would. I would. I would look at him. I would look at him. Okay. Interviewing him. Like I look. I don't know. if Cadillac Williams is ready to go. You know my problem with Jim with uh Sam Pittman. That recruiting's not good enough. And I think if that, if I the reason why I would do it if I I'd really take a hard look at firing him, um, twenty twenty five the SEC is going to add Texas and Oklahoma. Oh. Um, well I don't well, I don't know what those teams will look like then, but they have Brent Venables. Texas is, has their NIL machine and they're recruiting, you know, very well at a high level. Um, I think you need to get ahead of this, and you need to try like like. 25th, 28th, 16th, that's not good enough. Um, not not in that conference. Not with who you're going to, you know, be looking at facing. i try and get ahead of it. That's personally me. Okay. Um, and honestly, that's kind of the, that was kind of the idea behind this because I personally don't think any of these coaches will get fired. Um, but college football, the landscape is changing. And I think some of these schools, I think some of these schools should think about possibly making a change to kind of get ahead of the curve, if you will. Um, moving on, we'll go to uh, maybe the most controversial. Um, actually, no, we'll save him for last. We'll go with the, the Penn State, James Franklin. All right, he has the longest tenure there. He's been there since 2014. His record, 77-36 and 36 at Penn State. Um, his record... Through the years, ten and two, seven and six, four and five, eleven and two, nine and five, eleven and two, eleven and three, seven and six, seven and six. Um, his recruiting, uh, starting with this year's class, moving on down, fourteenth, sixth, twenty-first, fifteenth, twelfth, sixth, fifteenth, twentieth, fourteenth. Um, in twenty sixteen, he won a Big Twelve, a uh, Big Ten title. He has wins in the Fiesta Bowl in 2017, the Cotton Bowl in 2019, so two New Year's Six Bowls. He lost in the Rose Bowl the year they won the Big Ten Championship, uh, 2016. Um, that's James Franklin. Uh, it just seems like he gets worse every year. 
I don't. I mean, you you told me there was a uh, there was a part. Inconsistency. There you go. I guess oh, I, I guess on. that's the word that you could use. I mean, they sometimes are ranked and sometimes they're not. They never fucking go for the Big Ten championship besides that one year, like you said. I mean, all they got they deal with Ohio State. They deal with Michigan on that on that side. I, you know what? After saying that, I'm gonna rule with no. He has a hard job. He has to he has to deal with Michigan and and Ohio State every fucking year. You know what he is? What? He's kind of like Derek Carr, Jim Jim Garoppolo. In what sense? You you have him. You know it's not really good enough to win the Super Bowl, but you can't really just go get somebody better. I mean, he's another guy that people seem to like him. You never hear again. Again, one of those things where you never hear a bad thing about uh, about James Franklin. Me personal, uh, I, I'll say no. I'll say no. No, Robert, no yeah. but you, you got to show me something. I'm, I'm keeping him. You got to show me something in the next couple of years. That's what I'll say. I would keep him. You'd keep him? Yeah, I'd keep him. I, I mean, he's in the top conference. Well, you know what? Division. Division. Okay. I'm in the, uh, I'm the athletic director here at Penn State. Okay. I want to win. You're fired. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with that. The recruiting resume, not good enough. But it's Penn State. What are That's we what really I'm doing? Like, what are you... It's Penn State. Yeah, like, dog. I, I want to win. Okay. They don't you're have not, the greatest. You're not going to beat. You're not going to beat. <laughs> I mean, anybody like just signing up to go they to Penn State? Yeah, yeah, they don't have the greatest resume with kids, have we seen? Well, that's fair, but like. I, said, <laughs> you know, I don't know. What, I, I don't know what to tell And if I'm not mistaken, isn't he like the first one to have like a full tenure there? Since... No, wasn't Bill O'Brien there? Like was he there? Years. Yeah, for like two years. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Bill, yeah, Bill Burns. Actually, didn't. I don't even think he was there. For, it might have been a little longer. Might have been like okay. Years. Okay. Then never mind. Then never Ooh, mind. Bill I was Burns. gonna say. Yeah. I was. I, I was gonna say he was given a hard hand. Pause. Uh, but I. I mean, I don't know. I'll yeah. give him. A, I'll give him a couple more years. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm giving him. Bill Burns was there for like two years. Yeah. Okay. He's look. And then after Bill, it was him. For me, I'm not saying. Obviously, they're not gonna fire him. I think they just gave him an extension too. Um, I don't think they're going to fire him or anything like that, but personally, you'll want to try and compete. If you ever, if Penn State, and this is a matter of what they want to do, maybe they don't, but if they want to compete with mm-hmm. Ohio State, if they want to compete with Michigan, they need to do better than this recruiting. This isn't good enough. He's had, he's only had a top 10 class twice in his eight years there. That's okay. not good enough. Okay. And then after that, and after that, it's not even like they're borderline top 10, like 14th, that, no, 21st, no, 15th, 20th. Like the year they won the Big Ten title, the, 20, the 20th class in the country. No, it's not good enough. You don't recruit well enough. So, yeah, sorry. You're out of there. Okay. Um, we'll go with you, Robert. Um, Mac Brown, North Carolina. Oh, come on, man. That's my guy. Five yeah, star. Five star. Five Five star. Wait, bro. 30 and 20 is his record. All right. Uh, nine and three this year. Six and seven. Eight and four. Seven and six. His recruiting, a little rough this year so far. 23rd. But prior to that, 11th, 14th, and 14th. And his only accomplishment there is he, this year, they are the Coastal Champs. They will play for the ACC Championship game. Uh, against Clemson, yeah. Next week. I'll, oh, you were going first. My bad. Um, I would. I don't. He's my guy though. But I think I'd have to let Mac go. I think time is. I think he's time is passing him by. It might be time for him to just call it a career. It was a good run, nice career. But I would let him go. I'll say no. You keep him. I'll keep him. I mean, 
I don't know what they got going on this following year after uh after this season. But I don't know. There's just like an aura with North Carolina recently with at least that they could give someone, you know, and also they're in a bad they're in a bad division. Bad division. Very well, bad. But that doesn't matter. ACC's going away from that next year. True. Very true. Uh well, the ACC as a whole, I'm sorry. They're not a good division. At least from this past uh, season. Uh, like they're only like elite. Like like national title contender is Clemson. Yeah, that's what I'm, um, and then after that you have UNC. North Carolina, is Wake Forest even a contender after this year? No, no, no. Okay, North, then. North Carolina is like, you know, I nine and three, like they did have like a couple I think they had like one I think they had one bad loss for sure. Um they do have Drake May who probably like is arguably the best quarterback in the country. Like he's pretty good. I wouldn't uh, say I wouldn't say best quarterback in the country. Arguably, if you look at the numbers, he's he's as he's as good as Caleb Williams. He's he had a better year than Bryce Young. Like he's he, the the boy can play. I, I would say um, that, and certainly like regardless of this year, like mm-hmm. like I would only assume he'd be better next year. Um, so you know, I mean, maybe maybe we'll, we'll call them we'll call them outside looking in, but possibly, um, uh, not elite for sure, um. After that, it's you, know, you have some good teams, but you know, like Wake Forest, NC State. I think those are good teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Florida State as well, good teams, not not elite. Yeah, I would probably not not even great teams. Um, so but you know, I'll say no. Certainly winnable. I'll say no because from what I heard from you, you, he had one bad season. I'll say no, and with that, I they could be ACC champs at one point. They could be ACC champs this week if because we've seen how Clemson has been playing this year. Um, I'll say, I'll say, nah, don't fire Mike Brown. Give him three more years. Three. Three. I'm giving him three. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a long leash. Okay. What about you, Rob? No, I said I'd let him go. You'd let him go? I'd decide mm-hmm. time okay. to move on. Personally, for me, I would not fire him. I really don't think there's any way you could do it after winning the Colts. Yeah. You're going to play for the AC title game. Mm-hmm. Um, it might however, win it. However, I do think North Carolina, especially with this expansion, as, a, as you know, you're going to 12 teams, I think North Carolina is a program that can compete for that. Like, they can be a program that can, that can like, staple themselves as a top 12 contender every single year. They yeah. have an opportunity to do it. I agree. So what I would do if I were them, I'm looking for my next guy. I'm not going to fire him, but I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the next guy because he is older. Um, that 23rd recruiting class is a concern to me because – you and there's time. There's still a, what a month or something. Yeah, until something like that. Guy. To early so signing early day. Early signing day. Yeah. There's still a month. You know, I don't really follow North Carolina recruiting closely, but um, yeah, I do follow recruiting as a whole, particularly. And I do follow it nationally, and I don't, I, I, I don't believe North Carolina is like really in it for like some big time. No, guys. they're not. They're not. So I, I maybe they can get to the top twenty. Maybe they get a couple guys again to top twenty. But that's another thing with. I'm I sorry. Just, Go ahead. No, I, I, that that twenty third recruit is really that's kind of the 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 one for me where I'm kind of I need to look around because that that's a concern. With a lot of these guys that you're giving me, some of them at least I'll say, like you're giving me these recruiting classes, but all I'm seeing is winning seasons. I'm seeing bowl eligible teams. That's what I'm truly seeing from these guys, from the guys that I'm talking about at least. And with Mac Brown, I mean, yeah, I, I, he doesn't have the greatest recruiting class. You're not going to have a great recruiting recruiting class in North Carolina. North Carolina has never been truly. But I just told you, his he had a top fifteen class his previous three seasons. You're absolutely right. But North Carolina, and that's a point. There you go. The previous three seasons. But he's had your best season this year, and you're twenty third. 
Look, man, all I'm saying is that he has, you, he has a winning record. You know what that and says to a, me? As a top 15, as a top 15 recruiting class, that's not too bad, Brandon. In in reality, oh, no, the, no, 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 I'm not saying that's bad. I'm saying I think what we're looking at is Mark Richt. I guess he's he's an older dude. Like recruiting is hard. Mac Brown is like he's especially not nowadays. Good recruiter. And, you you know, know they ain't giving that nil money. <laughs> you know North Carolina is. Yeah, I don't no. think they have like a big like engine like that for nil. But it's, I think teams. My my whole like I said the whole point of this exercise for me is kind of looking at college football what it's going to be moving forward. Um, with twelve teams in the playoff, you're going to have there be more opportunities for teams to make the playoff, obviously. And I think some of these schools should, you know, particularly like you know Arkansas, North Carolina, some of these small ones, Penn State. I think they should look to position themselves to to try and get in there, to be a part of that conversation. And um, quite frankly, look, recruiting is – that's where it starts. Top 15 I think is fine as we're, if we're talking about top 12. In the current state now, or the top four, top 15 is not good enough. No. Not, not even close. No. And the only reason I'm saying – and the exception there, like James Franklin, why I'm saying you, you got to go – is because, like you said, that division they're in is tough. It and, is. And you know what it means in that Big Ten. Like, it's not really okay to, like, get stomped out by Ohio State and Michigan every year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to compete with these guys, you can't have two top five, top ten class, not even top top five, two top ten classes in eight years. That's not good enough. And then every other year is basically 15 and over. That's not good enough. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's kind of where I am with James Franklin. But, like, I'm with you on Mac Brown. Like, so far, it's fine. You know, like I said, maybe, maybe I don't know why. I don't follow them closely, so I can't tell you why they have the 23rd yeah. class and they're going to play for the ACC title game. Mm-hmm. And as far as, I'm, as far as I know, off the top of my head, they're not really in it for any, like, no. game-changing they're guys. Not. But, you know, I, that's a concern to me. And I, I think it, it – Again, I could be wrong. If there's any North Carolina fans out there, please correct me. But it could be a Margaret kind of thing where it's just kind of like, you know, recruiting's a grind, man. It's a constant thing. And Mark, I think Mac Brown's got to be like 75. He's old as shit. Yeah. So, you know. Give me, give me the last one. We're running a little over on time. Last one. Huh? Way over. Ah, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah, We're yeah. having fun. We're having fun with this. Last one. It's been a lot of it's been a lot this week in college He's football. He's seventy one, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he turned t- seventy one in August. Looks eighty one. Jeez. <laughs> um, Ryan. Last one. We'll go Ryan Day. Okay. Fire him. Your His record. Forty five and five. Okay. He's been. He's had four full seasons at Ohio State. He coached the last three games in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Fired Urban Meyer. Um, his record eleven and one, eleven and two, seven and one, thirteen and two, and I did put a little asterisk. The uh, he was three and zero. Yeah, his last three games in uh, twenty eighteen. His recruiting classes. I like I said, I only put the full recruiting classes. So, um, twenty the twenty nineteen class would not count. Um, he is he has the sixth, the fourth, the second, and the fifth. Those are his classes he's brought in. So a lot of talent, doing well. Um, three, three top five classes. They're sixth right now. They probably they have a shot to get into the top five. I'm sure. Um, his accomplishments. He's a two-time Big Twelve champion. Big Ten. Big Ten. Sorry, Big Ten champion. 
a loss to Bama. They got stomped out in that national title game, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he has a Rose Bowl win in 2021, Sugar Bowl in 2020. I'm gonna. I look. I don't care if he lost to Michigan twice in a row. I'm not firing Ryan Day. You don't get. What what was he? He had five losses in four full seasons. Is that what I just heard from you? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not firing Ryan Day as much as everyone around the country want to tell you that. Is he a little fraudulent as a coach because he's beating on the Big Ten bullshit ass teams that he has to deal with every single season? Yeah, I guess because you're you're hoping for more. If I'm and also on top of that, one playoff win. He does, yes. He, so yeah, he one playoff win. So, I mean, you want, you, you're considered Ohio State, you know, as, as the, the cream of the crop. He's not doing bad in recruiting. Is he not winning the games that he should be winning, like the big time games? Sure, whatever. But if you get Ohio State, right, and you give this to another guy, if I'm not mistaken, that's an in house hire, right? Yeah, because he was offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator. Bro, I'm sorry to tell you, Ohio State is a big time program. You're not gonna program. (laughs) You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna fucking find someone like Ryan Day, that's gonna in-house hire consistently went out recruited and only has five losses over four wins. You're not gonna find that. He is a top five coach in the in NCAA. I I mean I Ryan Day, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart. This is no particular order. Kirby Smart. Who else do you got in your other two? Who else do you have over Ryan Day? I hate Ryan. I can't stand Ohio State think, and him. But think, oh, and Harbaugh. I'm sorry. I think, I think what we're seeing here, and I saw the tweet. I think I, I think I put this in the chat. But Ryan Day seems like he's a Midwestern Larry Coker. You well, you texted that. Yeah. Yeah. And like he's winning purely off based off talent. That's the machine. Like, but he's the recruit. That's he's still thing. recruiting. He's not the best recruiter on that staff. So why is there? Why are they the top five like, in he, recruiting every year? It's not, it's not. It's not driven by him. This isn't like this isn't Schnellenberger. Schnellenberger was driving that. You know who the best recruiter on that staff is? It's Brian Hartline. Not even close. Okay. Um, and then besides well, all that, those wide receiver fucking. Besides recruits. that, um, I believe is it Larry Johnson who's there? I believe defensive so. coordinator. Yeah, he's probably he might be he's probably like the second or third best recruiter in the country. You know you know what I'm saying? So. They are, that's a machine. Like, Ohio State is, is, is doing that with the machine. And, and the reason why I'm going to tell you, uh, why I'm saying he's Midwestern Larry Coker, you have all that talent. And you, like, you're, you've gone two years in a row. You haven't, you're, you didn't play for the Big Ten title. Getting stomped out by Michigan, who has far less talent than you. Mm-hmm. You put the tweet out. You put that in the, I saw that tweet. You, you look, what was all that talent? All that talent they've had that that, that didn't win a Big Ten title. Well, Akuda, mm-hmm. Justin Fields. Well, Akuda, I think won a Big Ten title, but that they didn't. Justin they Fields, didn't so on Fields, and so forth. Yeah. Um, all these guys, all of them, and and you can't like this isn't this isn't even like this isn't even like where I could say like almost like a Georgia thing where like for years Kirby would get up there with Saban and he just lose. He mm-hmm. couldn't beat Saban for the life of him. Well, he couldn't. Yeah, up yeah. until last season. Up until last year. That's yeah. not that's not what we're talking about here. They've made it to the they they made it to the national championship game one time with all that talent. And it, and it's not well, even two like two playoff ones then. No, they made it one time. 
Oh, so one them. playoff one. Yeah, you're right. My bad, my bad, my bad, my and, bad. And this, and this isn't, this isn't like, this isn't something, this isn't even Georgia where, yeah, they had, yeah, Rick was recruiting well, but like it had dropped off. Kirby kind of had to build this. Like he yeah. had, he had to put the kid to stack some top five classes to get to where he is. He was handed the machine. Mm-hmm. Urban was putting up. I didn't look what Urban was doing prior. Urban won one national but, title, but those were against Oregon and tw- then no, the first I know year. he won the one. Oh, but yeah. I'm talking about recruiting, like the talent. Oh yeah, like Urban was was, was handed. It was fi- top five classes. Like those players were top five classes. Yeah. And then again, I can't. I can't even go like, oh well, those aren't. But you were on staff. You recruited. You recruited that offense. Like those are players you recruit. So I can't even use that personally. And the biggest thing, and I, I see what you're getting at, because and I don't think they'll fire him. Five, you know, 45 yeah. and 5 is, yeah. Yeah, speaks for itself. But what I'm getting at here, again, looking to the future of college football, um, I look down south, particularly to Florida. Yeah, Florida, Florida State, Miami. Mm-hmm. Florida State looks like they're good. I do have concerns with them as far as they don't I don't really, think they'll be good next year. That's my concern because they, they've done this with the transfer portal. They have not really recruited high school that well. No, they, they have, have not. They have, like, zero presence in South Florida. Yeah. I think that's a problem. Um, but recently when Jimbo was there, they did. Yes. Like yeah. Under, under Mike Norvell, they have like yeah. zero presence in South Florida, um, which is a problem to me. Um, but look, Mario Cristobal is recruiting. Well, Billy Napier is recruiting. Well, um, if personally, I think if just one, not even both, if both, like forget about it, but if just one mm-hmm. of those can, can really get it rolling. And I've talked about Saban and what that might mean for the SEC. I think the first school that's going to have the biggest problem is Ohio State. I think Saban, I think Kirby will be able to still come down here. They're not going to get as much, mm-hmm. but I think they'll be able to still come down here and, and pull guys. Um, I think Ohio State is probably the first school that's going to have the problem because they come, they come down here for specifically. IMG. Well, they're already losing that. You know who the coach yeah. of IMG is? Michigan, no. A for, no, it's a former no. Ohio State coach. No, but what I'm saying is, like, J- Jim Harbaugh has been there multiple times more than any coach no. recently. Forget about that. I'm not even talking about it. Oh. Miami's already, like, they're in IMG. Mm-hmm. And the guy who's the coach there is a former Ohio State coach. Former, like, assistant to Ryan Day. That's a problem already. That's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> Like, Mario Cristobal has not been there. Like, he's, he's been yeah. there for five minutes. Their record is horrendous. They look terrible on the field. And I think Miami, I think Miami has um, three. They have, like, four. I think they have four IMG commits or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as far as 2024, a lot of those 2024 kids who are studs over there, they, they view Miami very highly. Like, Miami's in their top two, three, four, five of, um, of uh, you know, schools so i think ohio state is gonna have a real issue and i think you need personally i think maybe try and get ahead of this and maybe you gotta evaluate it like i don't know is is ryan day the problem like is he larry coker i don't really know that question i don't i don't follow ohio state i don't follow ohio state football close enough to know but um i i think it's something they need to take a hard look at they need to take a hard look at it because you you don't if 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 they they come down here for the receivers, they come here for the DBs. I'll say I'll say next year they'll look at it. Will they look at it hard? No, they'll look at it. Will they discuss it? Probably. I think the next year, if they don't, if they don't, if Ryan Day doesn't put out the product on the field that he's been putting out, like beforehand, he's on the hot seat. Like he can't. 
I think I don't think it matters what he does. He loses to Michigan. He's getting fired. Like he's Michigan getting fired. again? Yeah, he's getting fired after that game. He can't lose. What doing game. doing the Herm Edwards? Yeah, on the touchdown. There's no chance. He and can't. Hey, come on, yeah. like, like, do you want to? I want you to understand. Like, I did have tweets about this because I, I, I didn't even realize. Brandon, what time? Who cares? We're already over. It doesn't even matter. We're already over by an hour. Yeah, I get over it. Bro. It's right. Who cares? Bro, All right, go. Ryan Day has as many losses to Michigan in two seasons as Jim Tressel, Luke Fickle, and Urban Meyer had in 18 years. That's a lot. There's no chance. If they lose to Michigan again, he's getting fired. That's all that matters. I, I don't think anything else matters next year. If they lose to Michigan, he's getting fired. Okay. After the game. All right. Well, can I go back on the voicemail thing now? Yeah, you can just go. Ahead. Okay. <laughs> we asked you, you, you people. Uh, you know, who the most fraudulent person in sports was. Could have been a coach, could have been a player, could have been anybody. Um, we asked you who the most fraudulent person in sports was. You were supposed to leave us a voice note at the Instagram, uh, at the scorekeepers pod. We, I, how many do we have? One. Awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Eric. Shout out to you. <laughs> but hopefully by, by, you know, next time you guys will leave us more. Cause this is, I feel like, bro. How many people have ever asked you to be on the pod? Because I have multiple. All the time. Thank you. All the time. I mean, Nobody's asked me. Probably. No? Oh, bro. I have fucking multiple. And this isn't like a flex. Like multiple people have asked to be on the podcast. Well, tell them this is This chance. is Get your on. chance to be on the fucking podcast. Okay? Leave us a voicemail. Let us know how you feel. First things first. Most fraudulent player for you. Who is it? In sports? In sports. I already have it mine. It doesn't have to be a player. It could be a team. It could, it could be, be anything. GM, maybe. I did have a candidate, but it looks like I might be wrong. This. Who's that? You know, I'm doubling down. D.B. Cooper. I'm not getting I'm not leaving Boy. it alone. All right. You? I'm not leaving it alone. You? I'm not going to lie to you. There, there was so many. I, there were so many <laughs> to choose from. There's a lot to choose from. I think, I think I'll just, you know, the Heat played the Hawks today. Oh, no. Oh, Who? No. Trey Young. Save it for the pod. Save it for the next pod. Don't do that. In his last six games against the Miami Heat, he is 31% shooting from the field. Solid. Nice trade and you obviously know mine. Benjamin David Simmons. I mean. You know no he's been playing well lately. Benjamin David Simmons. He's actually. He D.B. Cooper has two wins over Ohio State. All right. Yeah. All right, then. Touché. All right, Touché. All right, then. All right, then. All right. Uh, we have it from Eric. I shouted him last week on the episode. I hope. There's nothing too extreme on that, but I guess we're just going to I guess we're just going to have to figure it out ourselves. But uh, go ahead. Play Eric's fucking voicemail. Hey, Eric Gomez here. First time caller, last time listening, because this shit is bullshit. It's clearly Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry is the biggest fraud of all time. I don't know why he gets bigged up forever. And Rob, I know you're shaking your head right now. Shut the fuck up and listen to Poppy, because that man has never done anything in the playoffs, has never done anything for anybody and gets hyped up for these 10 point five assist games on 35 attempts and then I don't understand why he gets praised. He's a $90 million bench player. Bench player. We could literally fill in an AAU squad point guard, and it'll be better than whatever the fuck Kyle Lauer is doing out there. That is the biggest fraud of all time in all of basketball. Also, I love you, Khalil. Just a, cu- just a couple of things. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Number, number one. <laughs> number, number one. Number one. 
That's one. That's one. Number two, I'm not calling. I'm not calling no grown man poppy. That's number two. Oh, and how fuck. dare he? How dare he slander the great Kyle Lowry, future Hall of Famer? Oh my God, that was great. He's been feeling like that forever. Just want to let that be known. Kyle Lowry, Kyle was holding. Has been holding this team together. Him and Bam out of by. They've been holding that team together. With a band aid. With literally a band aid. Not even like. Not even like a med kit on Fortnite. The little band aid on Fortnite. The one that oh it don't get you up God. to full health. That's what Kyle Lowry's doing. That was great. Thank get you, Eric. Here. That was fantastic. Brandon, do you have anything to say about that? Yeah. It was um. It was great. <laughs> Listen, I don't like Kyle Lowry either. You know that, but he's been playing well. That's just that. Like, I'm not. That, I'm not. No, that no, was great. No, that was fantastic. It was fun. I'll give him that. That was good. Five stars. Five stars. I'll give him. You know. <laughs> oh, you're gonna give him a star? I'll give him a star. All right. I'll give him a star for that. Okay. That was that was fine. That was good. But I appreciate. I, I enjoyed appreciate that. Kyle See, Lowry slender. folks. You know, if you want to be laughed at or laughed with, you know, come on the fucking pod when we ask questions. Oh, it's a two-hour pod. We got here at 8 o'clock. It's 10-13, and the second half of the Eagles game is about to start. So, Brandon, final thoughts? Please. I'm, I'm just blessed that I don't have to watch the Hurricanes play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even making a bowl, right? Thank God. Oh, thank God. Let's just, let's just wrap, that shit, wrap that shit up. Because um, you know I would have watched it. But hey man, that's, your, complete that's, one, your, that's your suffering, not mine, bro. The, the complete the complete 180 between the Hurricanes and the Dolphins in a 24-hour time as, period as is I, probably my favorite thing that I've ever seen from as, you. As I said, I put it in the chat, the little Alonzo morning uh, gift there. Yeah. Hurricanes, same old bullshit. At least the Dolphins don't have a bye this week. <laughs> the Hurricanes had to die. For the Dolphins to live. Yes. That was a blood sacrifice, what we saw against Pitt. <laughs> blood sh- had to be shed so the oh Dolphins could win. Oh, great. All right. Well, for me, it'll be Monday, November 28th, and your Georgia Bulldogs are still your national champions. Uh, that's really all i got to say about that. Jesus Christ, the Eagles look like dog shit, but what's new? Um, Rob, you? Uh, oh, well, Kalu's not here, so I'm going to do it for him. Fight the power as always. But you won't do it for me. What do you That's mean? That's wild. No, no, no. That's <laughs> oh fine. That's fine. Because he no, does no, it no, for no, you no, anyway. No, that's, fine. That's fine. He does it for you. That's fine. But That's he fine. does it for you. Why are okay. you upset? Actually, that is my fault. I shouldn't be getting upset because I forgot to say fight the power and he's not here and he doesn't. Yeah, do it so for what, me. you ain't holding so him no, that's, down. No, that's that's my fault. You that's my fault, Khalil. That's my fault, Khalil, and I apologize. That's on me, coach. That's on me. My fault. The nerve of this kid, dog. I said my fault. I know, I know, no problem. You're on the same team. You're on the same team. All right. Um, do I got with or without Kyle Lowry? Sorry. How dare you stop slandering Kyle Lowry, <laughs> future Hall of Famer? Um, do I have anything else to say? Oh no. And I hope you all, to all our listeners out there, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. But most importantly, I hope you all have a wonderful Cyber Monday today. Wonderful. Wonderful. I heard wonderful. No, that's that's what was said. <laughs> wonderful was definitely what was wonderful? said. Yeah, said that's definitely what you said. All right, title of this episode, wonderful. I just made up a word. I'm a genius. All right. Um, this I think that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I'm Can good. Can we please wrap this this everlasting? Yeah, let's go home. Come on. Let's go. Let's home. go home. All right. Well, to pl- I'm gonna have BB play us out. So. BB. BB. Oh. BB. 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 All right. 
So this has been another episode of the Scorekeepers podcast. We'll see y'all on Friday. We out. This has been another five-star production.